0: You are listening to the Hello Sport Podcast. Alright. Welcome back to the Hello Sport Podcast. I'm of unqualified opinion and unwavering bias. Brought to you as always by our good friends at baggycaps.com. Baggycaps.com.au, I should say, Eddie. Nice bed shit to kick off the podcast. Uh, they are the place to go for all your baggy caps needs. And that may sound like a weird thing, like all your baggy caps needs. It's a need that most Australians have. I just think it's a need that maybe most Australians don't confront as often as they should. Anyway, baggycaps.com.au for all your baggy caps needs. Now, it gives me great honour, privilege, pleasure. So before I actually introduce Eddie, welcome back to your Dave. How are you, Dave? We missed you. I'm great. I miss
1: you, boys, too. There you it's great go. to be back You're Never going again Never going never again, again Anywhere again. we're locking
2: him up Fritzel style Eddie how you going? Good mate What a difference a week makes
0: What Doesn't a difference
2: it? a week makes Come in here Bloody Shoulders Shoulders yeah. back Chest puffed out You can puff your chest out again mate. Yeah. You can puff it out Dior Dave's back Which means that things run smoothly It's yep. well oiled again Yep To say we struggled without him would be incorrect, but he did make (laughs) lives harder. Yeah. Dave made our lives harder. Yeah. But we never struggled. We didn't
0: struggle. I don't want him to get, you know, too ahead of himself. Yeah. But
2: but it meant I couldn't be as lazy as I usually am.
0: Yeah. Or it meant that there were very, it was, my laziness was more visible. (laughs) Evidenced by the fact that no videos were put out this week or last week from the podcast. Um, But anyway, Dave's back. Manly won. We will get into all the sport from, from the week that was, Eddie, but I've got to start off on a bit of a, I've got to, uh, I do have to almost apologise or it's like a, a mea culpa, um, which I'm not entirely sure what that is. Obviously, Dave will find out what a mea culpa is. I feel like it's
1: something to do with apologising. It means through my fault. So very yeah. quick from you today, Dave.
0: Very quick. He's come back quicker. He's come back even quicker. He's come back refreshed. <laughs> you know what? That's what two weeks does. Comes back very nice and quick, ready to go. Fingers nimble. Yeah, he's come back sharp. The holiday have...
2: doing what it's advertised to
0: exactly. do. Exactly. He does look tired though. We will get into what you know. He can give us a little bit of an update on what he did. He does look tired. One of those holidays it seems where you don't come back. You come back feeling worse than when. Well, you he went
2: with the boys, didn't you? Yeah. Yeah. Well, yeah. Okay. There you go.
0: Well, before we get into that, Dave, I've got to apologise. Now, some of you keen observers, listeners of the podcast, may have heard last week. Uh, me basically accusing my six-month-old daughter of being a manipulative little shit who was coughing to try and get attention. Well, she got sick. (laughs) What we thought was a fake cough may have. Jury's still out, except for the fact that she was sick. She got sick. Dad was wrong.
2: Was was her sickness in the end cough-related?
0: Now, this is where I'm still not prepared to completely apologize right and completely mm. admit fault because it was on like a sunday a week sunday week or saturday week uh, before yeah, previous, yeah she was doing the fake coughs out of nowhere nothing else really to show for it just like <coughs> mm. and then nothing mm. and then like over the top ones <coughs> and you're like this is initially maybe i was concerned then i was like no nah, this is some bullshit once mm. once we read out I guess you can find anything to confirm your fucking beliefs on Google, and that's exactly what we did. But anyway, by the end of the week, maybe because Saturday was meant to be Daddy Daughter Day, right? Steph was going away. I was meant to look after her all weekend. Yeah, you had it all planned. Had it all planned. And then as Friday rolled round, she wasn't sleeping. She was like runny nose. You could just tell when like that their, their eyes get a bit red. Again, I can't like if any of the Ps and Ds that have babies. I kind of have to, like, when Steph talks to her mother's group, she always has to make it sound worse than it is because Evie Rose, Queen of the Bath, you know, official baby of the podcast, is so well-behaved that even when she's sick, it's not that big of a day. It's like, yeah, you know, she's just like, I'm sick, but, like, just, you know, give me some chicken soup, feed me, look after me. Yeah. But anyway, Friday, she doesn't sleep at all, and by not sleep at all up twice that night, we actually got a pretty good sleep, really, but, I mean, obviously... And then Saturday, Steph wakes up and Steph's like, I'm not going. I'm not going away. And I'm like, it was actually kind of cool. You then realize like, oh, mums are legit, bro.
2: Yeah, mums don't fuck around.
0: Mums don't fuck around at all. And now obviously I'm concerned about my daughter, but Steph's like, I'm just... She just pulled the pin on her 30s. And I was like, oh, yeah, that... That does make sense that you would do that. She's like, "This is the first time my child's been sick. I'm not going away to fucking. I won't be able to. I'll be like anxious the whole time." Yeah, exactly.
2: Whereas you would.
0: Well, if (laughs) I wouldn't be anxious because I know that she was with Steph, but I can understand Steph maybe being a little bit anxious anxious about her being with you because Steph just fucking took control, whipped up a batch of chicken soup. Apparently, breast milk also very good. Now, Dave, I don't know if you can deal with this. It might be difficult, but this is what Steph said to me as sort of a thing that like. It could be true. It might not be true. Just around breast milk punters, dribblers. Which is the way I like to start all my sports podcasts. is a bit of a breast milk yarn. <laughs> Apparently with mothers and babies when babies are sick, there's some sort of chemical given off from the baby to the mum. So the mum's milk is fighting exactly... That like is giving exactly the correct nutrients and this and that to help fix the specific illness that they... The affliction they have.
2: Would it be fair to say then... Off the back of that, that breast milk starts to replicate the healing properties of chicken soup itself.
0: Exactly right. <laughs> exactly, breast milk basically becomes chicken, chicken soup, soup. Th- <laughs> through the nipple. Through <laughs> the nipple.
3: <laughs>
0: <laughs> oh shit! Evie's got a, She's got the sniffles. Quick, get on here. And dad might stick a cup under there as well if he knows what's going on. If I've clocked onto the fact that this booby milk's quickly become chicken soup. The whole family's eating. knows what's eating. good for him. The whole family's <laughs> eating. So I don't know, but look, shout out to Steph, shout out to Evie
2: Rose. Yeah.
0: Apologies, we got that wrong. Um, but Dave, two weeks in Byron. Two weeks is quite a long holiday, isn't it?
1: Uh, I think it was indulgent. It was... <sighs> Well, it wasn't the full two weeks in Byron. That might have been a bit indulgent. Two nights in the beautiful Port Macquarie on the way up. Ah, yeah, the jewel of the city. Jewel. Got to see some whales there. Two nights in Port. Two nights in Port. Then drive the rest of the way up to Byron. There for seven nights. Uh, Yeah, it went too quickly. Then back through Bellingen and the Hunter.
0: Okay, so you did a nice little cruise. Now, is
1: is Cheeky Monkey still open? Well, they are, but they're not because of COVID. COVID. Oh. Yeah, two clubs cheeky down. Monkeys, like, you're, that's your age demo. Yeah, you're in yeah, Cheeky well, Monkeys demo. We went to Cheeky Monkeys when we did our little post-schoolies kind of bio yeah. trip. There's another one, Low Cura, which is a bit more like, you know bit more 24 25 yeah, okay. Yeah, little, yeah, yeah. Little, okay. little a yeah. little less schoolies yeah yeah and that's the that's the kind of bracket we we're around this trip we're not you know just eating bella portos and bake every day anymore yeah, yeah you're getting older man getting older yeah yeah okay his
0: palate's mature yeah, exactly. oh, very yeah, much so exactly.
1: very much so yeah so that's
2: it <laughs>
0: mate, um m- i saw on the
1: Adio or dave ig i believe uh, that you had a brushes with lame with smudge and Zamper? I did, yeah, uh, and that was probably a result of you know eating in that higher bracket of food and dress. You're right, you know? yeah. yeah, more mature palate. That's what you're yeah. going to see. Your you higher don't see him end. at
2: that kebab shop and the no, on the at no. the roundabout. Steve do you? Smith is not <laughs>
1: smashing kebabs at 3am after no, no, no,
2: cones. No, no, no. <laughs> he's he's too regimented. He's too yeah, he yeah. he's too strict. Yeah, even yeah. if he has had cones, I
0: imagine he's still going for something a little bit more up upmarket.
2: Now, I I voiced my disappointment to you, and I'll do so again on the podcast. <laughs> Podcast, Little disappointed that you didn't front foot that. Yeah. Go up to Zamper and Smudge, give him, you know, accreditation, which is the hat, and go, listen, boys, yeah, what, can we, away. what can we do to get you on the podcast? Yeah.
0: I mean, there, there was an opportunity there for you, Dave.
1: There was. I was probably. Because that's if, what Tom
0: and I would have done. Yeah.
1: Yeah. yeah. Front well, it's it. easy to say <laughs> that when you're not in the moment. But when you're walking up there, it's like 9, 10 a.m. in the morning. You've had a big night the night before. You just want some bacon and eggs and yeah. a coffee. Rakes and of there piss. you see. <laughs> There you see the Australian captain Mm, and another Australian Test player. It's there's a lot going through your head at that point.
0: Yeah, that's fair. That's fair.
1: Look, I'll let. Yeah, yeah. We're going
0: to allow you off because it was your first trip away and your last. Um.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Won't happen again.
2: Yeah, mate, you hadn't accumulated that much leave. <laughs>
1: yeah, dude, you're in negative leave now.
2: <laughs> we also don't hand out leave as generously as the award would like us to. But
0: no one's come knocking yet. No, no, so. you well yeah.
2: oh, look, we got friends in high places. Yeah, exactly. TFU make yeah, sure yeah. of
0: that. Well, you're a minister of a sport. Um, and obviously, I'm minister of a sport. But so, yeah, yeah, you had a good
1: time. Had a great time. All right, well, great that's time. good. Good to have you back, mate. Good to have you back. Great. But punters and
2: dribblers, there's been a tremendous amount happen... In the last seven days since we last spoke. It has. Now, Eddie, again, I
0: don't like to uh, lean on cliches. I don't know if this is settled up, but have you ever heard the term a week's a long time in sport?
2: Yeah. Oh, yeah.
0: I feel like this last week, it's
2: been a long time. Do you know, know why was... cliches exist? Because they're true same all as, the time. Same as
0: stereotypes.
2: That's exactly right. Whether you like it or not. Whether you like it or not, mate. That's why they exist. And a week in sport, particularly rugby league. Yes. Very long time. Is it time for
0: you and I to sort of to to to, to plunge into the pool of success that is Manly's thrashing of the top of the table? Yes, I think so. I Tom, think that's fair. Time to plunge. Time to plunge. Let's plunge. So obviously, no longer are they top of the table, the Parramatta But after Manly knocked off the top of the table, Parramatta Eels top of the table of the, top the top. weekend. Uh, that's two from two for Manly against the ladder-leading Eels. And as we said last week, I think you'll remember on the podcast, that we said that the everyone but the Roosters and the Storm can, uh, are complete losers and Manly can beat anyone. And that's exactly what happened.
2: That's exactly what happened. And am I surprised? Absolutely not. I mean... With a broken back, which is now becoming fused, even though it's still broken, yes, the the signs of fusing occurring. You
0: can fuse a spine to help get you through a certain
2: you know number of games before then you remove that fused spine and and then put in the the real deal. Yeah. It's like uh, it's like a, a spare wheel, right? A spare yes. wheel in a car. You might have one of those pizza wheels on that you can't do more than eighty k's on. It'll yes. get you from A to B, Tom. Yeah. But it's not, it's not finals ready. No, it's not finals it's not ready. It's not 120 on the you freeway. Can, you can win with it.
0: Yeah. You can win with that wheel, but I just it'd be advised to only have it on for a certain amount of Ks. Otherwise, you're going to do long down. Long well, it's down going to, go to fall off. Yeah,
2: exactly. It's going to fall off, yeah. right? So we go out there with a broken back and we deliver in spades. Yes. Now, yes, it got a little tight at the end, but the deal was done, mm. mate. It was all over. Yeah. Outclassed, is that right?
0: Outclassed. We put the queue in the rack a little bit just to celebrate. We kind of sat back and admired our own work a little
2: bit. Yeah, look, it's an artist stepping back from the painting, and just back from it. the canvas, yeah. and just taking it all in, breathing it in.
0: Also, Manly, historically, uh, you know, we want what's best for the game, right? As mm. a club, as a, as, a, as, a, as a, I guess an area of the state even, Eddie. Mm. Manly want what's best for the game. And what's best for the game of rugby league is a fast, you know, crazy finish. Tries. So we're like, we'll let these loses Suspense. in for one more Trump. try. Then Daly's going to come and do an onside kick not seen anywhere but the NFL mm. uh, to just sort of put it, put the game to Ice. bed. Ice the game. Ice the game.
2: I mean, look, and in, in credit to Manly there, I think, because there's a few, you know... The boys understand that the punter and the dribbler, you know, are thirsty for upsets. Like yep. they wanted, well, Manly were favourites at that point, would have liked to see the Manly boys toppled. Yeah. So you're keeping eyeballs on the screen. Exactly. You're keeping the advertisers happy. Yep. You're keeping the punter and the dribbler happy. Yep. Keeping us happy. Yep. Works for everyone. And
0: then we got to win. Now, obviously, uh, the referees do whatever they can to try and take the game away from manly
2: look this is getting and and not just manly right like specifically specifically manly because it happens all the time yes right now either we are looking at one of the most incompetent bunkers in living memory Mm. or there's a vendetta yeah some sort of i'm out to get you scenario happening where someone involved doesn't like the club what it stands for that's the vibe doesn't like Mm. clubs that wreak success yeah that win win premierships every decade and don't win spoons. Yeah. someone in the bunker either doesn't like that Tom, or they're incompetent. Because the amount of shocking calls they make is starting to become annoying.
0: Like that that strip on Wangar Blake. So Wangar Blake, if you don't if you didn't watch the game, shame on you. But Wangar Blake stripped Martin to power, then ran about eighty meters to score. Showed showed
2: show plenty of toe. Credit to w- him.
0: Wangar has toe. I tell you who has probably more toe that. I mean, I knew he had toe, but I didn't give him credit, I think, for the toe that he shows. And that's obviously the official snack of the podcast, Ruben Garrick.
2: Just uh, ran out of a bit of puff late, but well, had I mean, a full crack. Well, I mean, he's coming crack. from
0: the other side of the field as well. But just, you know, when you can tell someone's real quick, when they just come into shot, yep. really, you're like, holy Mate,
2: shit. Mate, his first 50... 50- his Fucking first fifty was as quick as you like. It's as quick as you'll see in the rugby league.
0: Yeah, I think over the, over fifty, uh the snack quickest in rugby league history.
2: Oh yeah. And um, I mean that's that's beyond dispute now. Yeah, Based yeah. on what I've seen, yep. him coming into frame, yep.
0: never seen anything like it. Um Brad Parker now elevated to the biggest hitman in the NRL.
2: He's yeah. I mean he's he's the strongest. Well, we all knew that. Strengthen we all knew an that. We, I mean, we have been telling you punters and dribblers week after week. Now, there's plenty of you that believe us. And I'm not knocking you blokes. No. But there is a fraction of, of listeners, Tom, that don't buy into what we, we hmm. sell at the market.
0: The, the, the Brad Parker rhetoric.
2: The Brad Parker rhetoric, which is that he is as strong as an ant.
0: With the muscle density of a fully grown chimpanzee or orangutan, depending on your you know your your, your proclivity.
2: Yeah. I mean, but he's both, right? He's both. Yeah, he's, yeah. both. He's, he's both. both. Now... Micah Sebo gets it now. Micah, Micah gets, now it. gets it. Micah gets it. Yeah. Micah was probably in the most pain he's ever endured in his entire life. But also, but Micah
0: running at Brad. Micah obviously had zero respect for the ant. Micah's going, I steamroll everyone in this competition. Yeah, look, watch me eat up this ginger ant here. And then the ant just comes in and literally like snaps his leg in half.
2: Yeah, but also... From from my perspective, Tom, and this is my opinion, mm. right? But I think you'll go along with it. Of course. I don't think Brad got his best work onto Micah's leg either. No, it wasn't, wasn't his best hit. No. There, what, is that a 30 to 40% of of, what's, of, the ant? of of what the of, ant, of what ant, the ant go, can yeah. muster? The Tom? ant's ceiling
0: is far greater than that. Far greater than that I hit. I think the ant would look back at that and go like, my tech wasn't even that
2: good. I, I guarantee the ant's sitting at home pretty embarrassed. John, I could have snapped him way I could have snapped him way harder. And now, I snapped him. And I... Consider him snapped.
0: <laughs> I snapped him. Snapped within an inch of his off. life. Could have snapped him harder. Yeah,
2: well that's what I'm saying. Could have yeah. snapped him harder. The Micah him. came down like a, a man on almost his deathbed. Well the unstoppable force was
0: stopped by the immovable object, right? That's what happened. And it, But
2: I mean, the grimace, time. Yeah.
4: And it's
0: seed under my brain. Yeah, it is. For all for, for all eternity. Time immemorium. Don't know if that's correct. But for all time. For all time. When Michael went down, it looked like he did a knee or he was injured in some way. But he's actually like, I think he's going to be back this week. So it's not even like, when I saw it, I was like, oh, did Brad like snap him so hard? He's like snapped him in half, half. Mm. It's like, no, he just put on, like, because you obviously don't want to celebrate an injury. No, no. Unless it's a snapping. But, like, you know, it was more, oh, no, he, he's coming back next week. It's just, it was beautiful rugby leaguemanship.
2: Yeah, it was beautiful. Exactly right. It looked a little bit like a cork to me. You know, when you, yeah. when your mate used to fly into the side of you in the knee. playground with a yeah. knee and yeah, yeah, just yeah. get you good. Yeah. And you'd, you'd, you'd hobble away around the corner and to start cry. crying. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. That's what I think we saw. One of the great corks. Yeah. By the strongest man in rugby league. Yeah. Yeah. Parker, Brad Parker. Whose ascendancy this season, coupled with the work he did last year, I mean, is he the best center in the game?
0: He's certainly close to the best center in the game. Uh I, I wouldn't i he'd be first picked in my side, put it that way. His first centre up. His first his first picked in any rugby
2: league <laughs> side that I'm choosing. Cause we base it on the right. The right numbers, the right factors, yeah. strength, strength. It's a, it's a, it's an iron-willed game you can't played by big, strength. strong. No, you can't teach strength. Either you got it or you don't. And there's an intrinsic strength to red nuts. You can train to some degree, but there's people that are born yeah. strong. Yeah.
0: There's red nuts. Yeah. Redheads are born strong as shit. Yeah. And then they whatever they accumulate or they're born... on top of it is just extra mm. strength. But they start as like a base. Yep. Stronger than half of them else. do. The other half. Unfortunately it's a it's a it's a lottery in the yeah. redhead game. Yeah. You either get all the it's strength fifty or you get none.
2: Yeah, it's 50-50. And, and Brad won the lottery. They all have a temper though.
0: Like seeing Cade Cuss start at six, no uh, disrespect to Lachlan Croker, but Cade I think and I think I've said this before that every rugby league team worth its salt mm. has a good Cade in the side. Look, I'm I've always been a big Cade guy. Yeah.
2: The moment I saw his name, yeah. Cade Cast, I Cade said, Custle. that bloke's got rugby league through, flowing through his veins, yeah, right? without a doubt. He's a rugby league player. Yeah. Footballer. Footballer.
0: Out and out footballer.
2: And I like footballers in my setup. Yeah. That's what I like. I look for footballers. Mm. And when I looked around the side with Lachlan Croker there, you know, I thought, look, maybe we're a bit short on a football out now. Where look, and I respect Lachlan. Love I'm not, Lachlan. I'm not saying that you you aren't you aren't a good footy player. No, you're a great footy player. I'm just but saying there's something about
0: a, being a Cade.
2: Yeah, when I'm reading the team sheet, I want to go. I want to be oh. Stopped. Yes. Shit. There's a footballer in that there's side. There's a fucking footballer. There's right a fucking there. rugby league footballer. Holy shit. That's what I want to see, yeah. and that's what I want the opposition to read. That's it. Because they all read the team. sheet. Of course, sheets.
0: they read the team sheet. Who? They, well, you got to do your bloody prep, Eddie. Your game prep.
2: Who's in the side? exit? oh shit, they've got a
0: footballer. They've got an out-and-out footballer in their side. Who? Tommy Turbo? No. Cade. Cade. <laughs> Cade. Cast. Fuck. Yeah. Yeah. So, I mean, big things for Cade. Because, mate, the game's won and lost before you even take the field. It's all mental. 99% mental. Oh, it's 99%. 1% of the game of rugby league is on the field.
2: Yeah. The snake oil salesman knew that. Of course he did. It's all one percenters, mate. And Cade cast, he's a one percenter. He's a one percenter. Uh, But I think that's probably
0: manly, probably more than the (laughs) listeners were keen to listen to.
2: Look, if you fast forwarded it,
0: yeah, then, the punter's and the gym as well. Yeah. Then you've missed, you've missed look, you missed, you, you missed. You, if you fast forward to here, you missed some really top-notch Cade Cust rhetoric. So you might want to go back for that. But so Roosters lost, sucked in Roosters.
2: Thursday night football, SCG didn't turn up,
0: didn't turn up. Milk did turn up. Yeah, it was nice from the milk because obviously they've got every single player. Injured. Mm. Our friend uh, Mikey Oldfield, unfortunately, also injured now that he's in the fucking side. Did his hammy out for three weeks, I think. I hope he didn't put the knocker on him. We could have. We put the knocker on the game of rugby league at the start of the season pre-COVID. So who knows, dude? We <laughs> should probably just stop talking about people we like. We've been all over Tommy Turbo's dick now. He's out for 10 weeks. <laughs> Kate Cuss will be... go down this weekend. Who no, knows? no, we need to be careful. We, we need, need to be, be careful. careful. We need we, to be careful. Our powers go far beyond what we're, we realise we're capable Yeah, of Yeah, sometimes. you're
2: absolutely right. But uh, Sticky not happy. He thinks that... Sticky's never happy. Yeah, he? but he's not happy again. Why? Well, he thinks that players are now milking penalties. That's right. He did. He does.
0: <laughs> he actually came out and said as much. And he said that he's now training. He's got an acting coach to come into training to help the boys milk.
2: Now, I was under the impression, Tom, that they wouldn't need any help learning how to milk, but maybe they don't milk up there. They're given milk. They're given milk, but they don't milk. You're right. You, you Do you know what I mean? It, of all the clubs that wouldn't need help milking, milking it would be the, the milk. milk. But from what I'm hearing, they're, they're not up at dawn milking cows. They're milk by name, not milk by <laughs> nature. <laughs> Potentially. No, I don't think potentially at all. I yeah, think that's what's happening. That's what it is. So, obviously, Sticky, he's, he's got the cows onto the field. He's got the boys up early and they're milking. They're now milking cows the, and penalties. Milking, pe- well, it's hand in hand. They are hand in if hand. If you want to be able to milk a penalty, Tom, you need to milk a cow. That's you need it, to know man. how to work your
0: way around the other. It's utter. a bit of that, if you can dodge a wrench, you can dodge a ball sort of thing.
2: There wouldn't be a man alive, right, that could milk a prop, a penalty properly, Tom,
0: as in go the first. full
2: wool pool That's going to deceive the refs yes. Who are best in class Best in the world mm. Even though they fuck up They're best in the world
0: Well they're, yeah They're incompetent gimps But they are the best at picking milk
2: Yeah Oh yeah If you don't know Your way around an udder Tom yeah. Then you, you're, not, you're not pulling any wool
0: If you haven't squeezed milk From a cow's tit yeah. you, There's no way You're <laughs> pulling wool Over a, over an incompetent referee's eyes no That's right. for sure A truer <laughs> sentence Has never been said <laughs> Look, it sounds made up, but it's not. But it's not. Now I wonder who Sticky is getting into acting coach. Like, do he is he getting someone from like one of your classic Australian
2: soaps? Well, look, that, I mean, it's elf? a good question. Does he go? Does he go the soap? This He's tried be, and tested.
0: This could be something for Bracy to do. Bracey's he in COVID go, lockdown does he go, right now. Does he
2: go? The big Hollywood guy. Does he? Does he lean on someone that knows rugby league, but also you know is, you know, a thespian type.
0: Knows rugby league, but acts first, plays league later. Because you could go with your Matt Nables of the world, but...
2: Well, I'm... the thing is as well, I mean, thespians traditionally, historically, love their rugby league football. They do. But they're also, they're you know, they're pretty loyal. So he's probably got to look for someone close to home. I mean Brendan Cow, I mean good luck getting him down. Yeah, there. Yeah, no, well, Brennan Cow He'd like, flick you the bird and go get stuck. Yeah, or he would he'd
0: he'd he'd do a Trojan horsing and teach them not to act.
2: Yeah, but I think Sticky knows a tro he'd look for a Trojan, wouldn't you? You'd think so. Well, he'd know if someone was coming in there to
0: fucking to. to well, you know, like inside. Russell
2: Crowe goes, mate, I'll come down and help you. Yeah, no. You, you wouldn't, know, you wouldn't, you 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 wouldn't take that on. No, we'll wouldn't take
0: no, no, exactly. That'd be silly. And Brendan loves a sharky, so you wouldn't go Brendan. No. Bracey loves Manly. You don't go Bracey. That's right. That's I right. mean, do we have any famous milk actors? That's the problem,
2: right? Any... Okay, that's a good question. Is there any famous actors that are born and raised in Canberra? I don't know. Not off the top of my head, Tom. Not off the
0: top of my head. Maybe he's got to go for a politician. Because they lie all the fucking time.
2: They, But we know they're lying. That's true. That's the thing, though. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Like, when, when politicians get up there and ramble that crap and dodge the question and don't answer it, and then answer their own question, you're like, bro, I know you're lying.
0: I know you're lying because you've just ignored the question.
2: And now you're answering a different There's question. There's actually
0: nothing more infuriating for me as a person, I think, than saying... And not in a political, like, oi, oh, fucking do the right thing. Just more like when... Just that we've gotten to a point, and I'm sorry to get political punishable We've gotten to a point in the world where we just allow a politician to be asked a question and then blatantly avoid it in front of our eyes. And that's okay.
2: Mate, it's ridiculous. Like when they just go, yeah,
0: but so like, but why would you do that? And they're like, well, as I said, and they dance and you're like, I
2: cannot. I you feel like, like grabbing them by the shirt and, and shaking a, them and, and going, answer like, the fucking question. Start waterboarding. Them. Yeah.
0: Just going, I don't care if this is, seems a little extreme.
2: I think you need to be waterboarded. I think that's where we're at as a nation. Yeah. We need to start waterboarding politicians, because so they, they just,
0: just answer the question. Answer. Just answer it. hard. Even if you lie to me, no, but it,
2: all, I prefer you lied to me than don't. Yeah, because you just not, I know you're avoiding it. You can answer the question however you want, but answer it. But answer, answer, the, it. But answer question. the question. And we're giving you an option. We're not cruel by nature. We're no. saying if you don't answer it, you're you will be waterboarded. I don't
0: think is I don't think that's too over the top, Dave. Any famous Cambrarians...
2: He it's, hasn't found one. It's
0: really slim
1: pickings. <laughs> no wonder Ricky's uh, boys aren't milking. There's like there's soap actors, and that's about it. That's like okay. A, a we don't. one of note? Nope. The only one. There's one that rang. Who's about, top of the list? Sigrid Thornton, actress. Uh, Sigrid, Sigrid Thornton? No. The, the name rings. Yeah. No, I know I who know. Sigrid is, yeah, but you know, she's but,
0: certainly not who you'd be picking to get the boys acting.
1: Yeah, like there are more actresses that. It's I all right. Give them to us, Dave. Then. Who else we got? Um, hang on. Someone called... No, not her. I don't see... I don't know these people. That's all right. That's all right. fuck. Imogen Bailey. Now, Imogen's a very
0: attractive lady, or was back in the day, but certainly not a thespian. Punished dribblers, dribblets out there, Google Imogen Bailey. If you feel like it, you'll... She's a blonde chick. I think she's in like Celebrity Big Brother. She was an FHM mag model. Remember those back in the day? Oh, of course. Yeah. Ralph FHM. Uh, Dave, do you remember Ralph and FHM or was that uh, pre you? No,
1: a little bit. I remember Zoo more than those two. Yeah, Zoo. Do you remember going
2: into the corner store after school and picking up a sealed section and. Either
0: walking like out
1: that. with it or or paying yeah, for yeah. it. are certainly
0: doing the double discount with Eddie.
1: <laughs> not really. We had faster internet than you guys. That's probably. crazy, right? Yeah. Well, I made. I remember doing this before we had the internet.
0: That's what I mean, well, yeah. right? It was in like his. He just grew up in an age where it was like on a phone. Were you
1: born
2: in the nineties? Yeah, I'm ninety eight. Ooh, Lucky. he's in. I mean,
0: still ninety eight is wildly. But he's in the club. Oh no, he's definitely in the club. I'm just like, sh- it's well, I'm not. I'm eighties, so.
2: I mean, like pre, but yeah, millenniums yeah, on yeah, the yeah, side. Yeah,
0: yeah, 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 anyway, uh, <laughs> but yeah. Anyway, little off think, track. No
1: acting. I think we got one. Maybe Steph Dawson, who was in the Hunger Games. So yeah, there's no. got to be a bit of I don't know. I'm what did sure she play? An yeah. extra? She? Someone called Annie Cresta. I don't know. I haven't seen those. Look, notice disrespect. Yeah, but no. I don't, I don't I've never heard her. I
0: don't think it's disrespect. It's just saying that I don't know who she is, and I don't
2: think Sticky. Well, wants with her. The, okay. With this knowledge, though. With this knowledge. I think I don't think they'll be milking any penalties. No, exactly. I think they're going to struggle. Because. There's St- no
0: actors in camera. Because
2: Sticky's. He wears his heart on his sleeve. Yeah. He wouldn't be able to do it even if he's fucking life dependent on no. it. So he can't coach anyone to do it. No. They've got no thespians down there worth their salt who are going to turn up and play a role. Imogen Bailey, just far too hot and not an actor. Well, the boys aren't going to take it seriously. I don't think. No disrespect, no. but I don't think they will. No. And they, what? We don't. I mean, we love the milk. I don't want to see them get Trojan horsed. No. So they're all at sea. They're, they're all at, at six at sea. or seven. Yeah, this is a real tough spot for the milk. It's, yeah. So Richie's... don't expect them to see their penalty count go up. No. Because it ain't gonna.
0: Or don't expect them to get away with any
2: milking. Keep an eye on it. It's probably gonna be poor. <laughs> uh, Brisbane. Now, obviously. We talked about the fact that Seabold backed himself into a corner when he allowed the boys to coach themselves. Yes. I heard that after their win, he took back control. Things have gone south. Again. 48-0.
0: 48-0 against the Tigers, who played, played well. They did fair. play well. But but 48-0 on a, wetty, on a like, cold, shitty
2: night mate, is, the, the, says the, more
0: about the opposition. The, the,
2: the performance was appalling. Yeah.
0: If you're a Broncos fan, I don't know how the fuck you watch rugby league. Because even if you're a Dogs or a Titans fan, you know your team's shit. Whereas you guys like, probably at some stage this year thought you guys, you probably would have bet on yourselves this year, Broncos fans, early on. They won their first two games of the season. I guarantee
2: sure. you they did. They yeah. would have been dribblers up there on Caxton Street Go after on. their first
0: two wins. Just got Croft in. Losing
2: for it. Going Ash. Crofts in. People forgetting that Brody Croft was dropped before the Broncos run. I mean, the Storms run to the finals last year. So I mean, Melbourne weren't like this. Blake's great. No, you Craig Bellamy
0: I mean, isn't letting go of a halfback. That's
2: sick. That's sick. He's just not. He's just not right. Like Hooper got hectic on him. James Hooper going, mate. He's he's not NRL standard. Oh really? Yeah. He's like he shouldn't be playing first grade.
0: Jesus Christ. Now I'm not going that far. No. But
2: like that's that's a that's a. I mean, look, the
0: journos are ruthless, aren't they? But look, he's certainly not playing well, but no one is. No one is.
2: Now, it was funny because off, off the back of all our bush league, like Seabold should be coaching in the bush rhetoric, which yeah. I think is pretty spot on. A yes. lot of rhetoric this week around bush players having more heart, more soul for their respective clubs than any of the Broncos players do Absolutely. for theirs. You'd be better off getting bush players in. From, you know, from, from Ipswich up... A bit of you know, a replacement style. Up to Keanu Bundaberg. Reeves, yeah
0: sort of the replacement style movie, just all from the bush.
2: Basically, you know, southern, you know, middle and southern Queensland players, yeah. all bush footy players yeah. that love good, hard, honest, firm, tough, Rugby league. Yeah,
0: played on fucking dirt tracks with a Played on goat tracks
2: with, yeah. with concrete cricket pitches And they yeah. turn up every week for the contest, yeah. mate. And they yeah. love it. The ref turns a blind eye for shoulder charges. And you know what they do, Tom? They don't give an inch. No. That's what the Broncos need.
0: Yeah. Dudes who then labour fucking eight hours a day finish labouring, go to training. Sometimes they got to train in their steel caps because they left the boots at home by accident because the kid was up early and they, they were stressed out. But they don't
2: mind. They don't give a shit,
0: They don't Eddie. give a fuck, They don't fuck, give a mate. shit. Give me the football, I'll run it. Yeah. I'll take first hit
2: up in my fucking steel caps. I don't give a fuck. Throw me the nut, I'm trucking it. Yeah. That's the sort of attitude the Broncos need.
0: Yeah. There's tough,
2: have. hard men up in Queensland. Queensland breeds tough, hard men. They it do. Is, I despite mean, the fact that, you
0: know, they seem like a bunch of soft, weak beaters, yeah. uh, this, you know, across the board at the moment.
2: Well, you look at the Queensland side, it reeks of soft beaters. Soft, weak beaters. But that's not the state generally, no. right? Hard men up there. We love, and women.
0: We we love Queensland as yeah. much as we're, you know, entrenched in the fabric of New South Wales. You know, we're lifted to re- the shoulders re- of re- New South Wales. New South,
2: New South Wales, yes. Welshians? Welshians, I don't know.
0: But obviously that's where we sit atop the shoulders of the New South Wales public uh, looking at us adoringly. But obviously we still love Queenslanders.
2: Well, we respect
0: them. Hard, tough men and women.
2: So I can only imagine how disgusted you all are looking at the crap they've been rolling out. You must just want to take a sledgehammer to your TVs. I mean, because they're not even trying to make tackles,
0: you know? When Brody Brody Croft let through a try,
2: uh, I know exactly which one you're talking close about. Close
0: to the line. Something. I can't remember. Exactly didn't like was, he didn't even out. put his arms out. His arms out. Like it was like, he realized that at so, so close to the line, whoever it was that was hitting the hole, who are they playing? The Tigers. I think it was, it was, uh, uh, Luciano Leilua's first try, I think. And he just was given a delicious fucking ball by, uh, Billy Walters. Who I'm a big fan of, and we'll get Brody's to Brody's kind of just realised that I can I can put my hands on him here, but he's so close to the line. There's literally no way that I'm going to stop him, so I'm just not going to fucking even try. Like that's what it was. It was like there's no way I'm going to stop him here, so I'm just going to let it go through. As I'm not even just I'm not even just going to as a, an attempt slap at the ball or try and take him down. It was like dude, that is some disgusting rugby league it's disgusting rugby league no heart no soul apparently during the call joey on channel 9 i don't know if he said it off air but it was spoken about afterwards um gus gould was talking about afterwards, and he was like during the call he joey asked the producer or the camera goes after that's like after the tigers scored against the broncos he was like go into the huddle go into the huddle i want to hear what they're saying in the huddle so they've got their cameras in there or the mics in there whatever and it was, like, dead silent. And he's like, there's half your fucking problem right there. No one's even talking.
2: Mate. Just cause... silence. And uh, that's when the senior players need to be standing up, right? Yeah. Like, it's all weird and good when you got to win. You, you know, you've won a couple of games. Yeah. You can get a bit chirpy them. or oh, fucking, come Did on, boys. Did you see get that footage
0: it. of a uh, friend of the show, Jake Trebojevic, at halftime in the Manly Sheds, in the huddle, and what's Jake 25 26 there are a lot of like there are, he's obviously a senior member of the team but like he's not that old he's not that old right and he's in the middle of all these guys and he's fucking barking at them all just going off his head and you're like that is so let, who, that's what you want
2: that's someone i'm going to follow into battle yeah now what we've always said on this show tom about alpha males mm-hmm. and leaders mm-hmm. is if you can't follow them into battle then they're not worth they're it. not worth it mate no. now that's a battle they're in, the Broncos. Week in, week out. They yeah. couldn't be in a bigger battle if no. they tried. They're fucked. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. The club couldn't be in more turmoil. That is a war. They're in a war zone. In the trenches. And where are the leaders? They don't fucking have any. They don't have any. And does it does it, does it it shock you when they get 48 points put on them? Because no one's following anyone into battle. They're just out there standing there.
0: Yeah, ridiculous. And now the Broncos have come out. I mean, I, f- I actually feel sorry for all of them, including Seabold. Uh, like, I just, cause obviously it'd be a scat situation to be in. But, you know, that rugby league does not sit around and, you know, rugby league doesn't care, right? If you, about your feelings. It's like, win. If you don't win, fuck
2: you, basically. Even if you do win, you can be
0: Well, you. they won last week and it was like, okay, cool. You got one win. Now, fucking do it again. And they couldn't. But um, the Broncos have now said Seabold's got to win five of his last 10 games or he's sacked. There's nothing about that that is a good result, right? If they win five out of their last ten, they've only won seven, I think, all year. And then if, uh, if he doesn't, they sack him and they pay out this guy like millions of dollars.
5: Mate,
2: he's sacked anyway. I don't even know why they bothered releasing that. Well, if they win win
0: every game from here, they won't sack him, right?
2: Yeah, but they're not going to. I know. They're not going to. No. Yes, if he won every game, they wouldn't sack him, of course, sure. But he's not going to. No. There's no way. No. And the fact that they've released this, you've got to win five out of the next ten thing, means that everyone's going to be counting every week, Mm -hmm. right? Yeah. You make a narrative of it every week. Yeah. Like, I heard one of the commentators being like, okay, if they lose this way, it's like, you've only got four losses yeah. left You've only got three losses left yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, I don't know what the point of this is. Well, but that's it's... what they
0: said. Gus was like, why would you come out and say Why that? do you say anything? Why would you come out and say that you've you just... got five or ten? Just, just shut just
2: the to... fuck up. Do what everyone else does in rugby league. What, what everyone else does and have always done. We support the coach. Yeah. Even if you sack him an hour later, who gives a shit? <laughs> yeah. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. That's yeah. what they were saying about Green and he's gone now. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Like... That's just rugby league. Yeah. You support until you're not supported. Exactly.
0: Everyone knows he's gone, you're not but gonna, just don't say it
2: publicly. But you're not going to get up there, right, and go, oh, we don't support the coach, but he's still the coach. That doesn't yeah. make sense. Exactly. The moment that you don't back him is the moment he's sacked, which is why until he's sacked, you have to you be have behind be him. him.
0: But They did that with Wayne. They literally, with Wayne, they go, nah, Wayne's here. Wayne's, Wayne will be coaching here next year. And then a week later, they, they got rid of him. So it's like, they're just fucking useless, right?
2: But the thing is, they get asked all the time. Yes. And until, but
0: if they just had the same answers, go. We're not talking about it. We're backing him. Yeah, it's we're we're in the shit. We're backing him.
2: So yeah. If they just, mate, they played an absolute shocker. Absolute
0: shocker. But good on them. Good luck. Um, so who's
2: going to go? I wonder who goes up there.
0: Well, I do think... you reckon
2: Paul Green?
0: Uh so the rumors I've heard. If we're talking, so we'll move on from Broncos because Sebald's not gone yet. We get Paul well, Green. Let's, let's
2: get into coaching yeah, rumors, coaching and in general,
0: and rumor and innuendo, and and you know, uh, all the good stuff. Tippies. So I heard Paul Green is keen to
2: coach the Sharks. Well, he played there, did you not?
0: Yeah, so it's like it would be a homecoming of sorts. And
2: and John Morris is a bit wet behind the ears. Wasn't he playing like three years ago? Yeah,
0: yeah, yeah. Bit,
2: bit green for mine.
0: I think that John is probably going to find his way back to an assistant coaching role before he coaches as a head coach at any other club, right? Which like, is fine. That's fine. Dude, you got he's his fucking still in his 30s, I think.
2: But that's what I mean. You're like, I'm surprised that he's a head coach well, given that how much is, was he assistant coach at all? Yeah, he
0: was assistant coach. But I mean, he initially was doing it to fill in for uh, once Flanagan, Flanagan? stood down. Yeah, that's right. And then they obviously just, they didn't mind him. So they kept him on. They probably weren't paying him much money and it was like, you know, fuck it. But the I heard Paul Green Greeny wants to go to the Sharks.
2: I think that would be a tremendous pickup for the Sharks. Yeah.
0: Interesting though, right? Like two now,
2: premiership, uh, two grand finals, one premiership in seven years. Mate, he's a good coach. He's a good
0: coach. But it's funny how, like, it's funny how that j- shit just like stops happening. Like you just for whatever reason, like you, you just it gets stale wherever you are, and it's like, nah, yeah. you just got to move on, man. Like try something else because it's just not happening up here now.
2: It, which is why when I look at people like Bellamy, I'm like, how have you done it how for so long? How have so fresh? It's weird. Yeah. Maybe it's the fact that he's got the goat there as well. You know what I mean? Well, he's had three fucking elite
0: players, hasn't he?
2: But like the fact that you know he's, he's for most of it, he's had Cameron Smith I there. I think all
0: of it. I think 2003 they all started.
2: Oh, they all started Bellamy at the same time. Head
0: coach Cam Smith, Krong, first Slater. So they all started. I think the same. they all debuted in
1: 2003. I think it was 2002. Bellamy took the job.
2: And I then Smith think, came in 2003. I go. think
1: Smith might have made his debut off the bench in 2001. 2001? Uh, like, maybe. That's a fucking... I know, n- oh, he, no? started, played he started games. slow.
0: I mean, I trust the Storm fan, I guess. Um, so you should just have this all in your
1: memory. Though, yeah, I should. Nah, I was actually wrong. It was 2002, him and Slater, yeah. 2002? 2002, but yeah. Okay. And, and Bellamy also started coaching that year. There you go. There you go. So And then it went from there with like Inglis debut the next year in and a couple of years then Fallower debut like the year after. But like,
2: you gotta ask yourself, time. could that could he have been could he have kept it as fresh as he as he has without, without Cameron Smith? Smith? Maybe Star I don't know.
1: Shows. I don't know. Who
2: Whatever. knows? All I'm saying is hard to keep fresh in rugby league football. It is. Because he's done a lot He's won He's won the World Cup Challenge He's won the Premiership He lost the grand final With Thurston and Matt Scott out I think yeah, yeah. For a lot of that season And it. they got pumped in They the were final. never going to win it No but not with Thurston no. now And Matt Scott uh, He's won the nines twice Which I mean Isn't nothing But it's nothing It's nothing But it's not nothing Nothing
0: it's more than nothing, but it is nothing. It's
2: more than nothing. It's more than nothing because All I'm something. saying, if you're reading a resume, you're like, okay, yeah. you've got nothing, you've got more than nothing.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'll tell you what mind. it'd be, though. It'd be like, if you were going for a job, say, in, uh, at Lloyd Michaels, yes. right? If I was going to try to get a job with your company, and yep. I had like my bar work experience on my resume, you'd be like, look, good to know that you <laughs> were a bottle shop attendant from the years of
2: A to B, yeah.
0: but- That doesn't really have transferable skills within this. I
2: get that. That's a great analogy. Have you still got the bar work on the the reg? Absolutely I do. Oh, yeah, of course. (laughs) Well, because
0: at this point I'm applying to many different industries, Eddie. (laughs)
2: Better to go in broad, I've always Absolutely. Said. Spread it far and wide. Uh, I've worked in a bottle shop. I am okay on Photoshop. Yeah.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Couple of shops. <laughs> <laughs> I, remember when I, I remember
2: when I was like literally handing out my resume for shit. I had like all my experience, sort of my, my skill set at the yeah. bottom of the the bottom half of the resume. And I think I'd given myself like 7 out of 10 for Photoshop. And I basically only knew how to open it. You know what I mean? <laughs> but now that I'm okay at it, I realize how that bad you to be a 7 out of 10, is is, you've like, got to
0: be very yeah, good. You've got to have for, years worth of experience. For,
2: for years,
0: But you've got to lie on a resume, don't oh, fuck you? Yeah. you? Oh, gotta, yeah. You've got to. Yeah. Fucking resumes are a pain in the ass. I mean, the, I thing
2: about the, the thing about the rugby league resume, though, for the coaches, they can't lie.
0: No, that's it. But maybe you can on like the... <laughs> Do you, know,
2: you reckon they try to sneak a few things on there?
0: Well, yeah. like Well, I mean, it sounds like Seabold must have because apparently if you go back... <laughs> what did his... Seabold put on there? Apparently if you go back through... I think it was James Hooper went back through his like pre-NRL coaching career and like he hasn't won a thing ever.
2: What was he doing before... Do oh, your Dave, please help if you don't know this, time. What was he doing before his year at the South?
0: Uh, he did... I think he was down at the Storm with Bellamy uh, for a little bit. Which is like, you know, seen as a coaching fucking finishing school. Um, a little bit? Like what? As in, I think he was an assistant down in Melbourne. Yeah, but for how long? Oh, fuck, mate. I don't know the exact time, but he was an assistant coach in Melbourne. Like, that's good. That If that's on your resume, yeah. you know, I mean, that's, yeah, yeah. that's pretty something. good. Yeah, I don't know what that... It's definitely something. <laughs> <laughs> it's more than nothing. It's more than nothing. It's, it's something. it's, no, it's something. It's something. That's something. Yeah, that is something.
1: Whereas the, the, the nines is more than nothing. The nines is more than, is nothing. More than
0: nothing. Yeah. Um,
1: he was uh, um he his first head coach role was which was before he went to the Storm was at the South Wales Scorpions and he led them to the playoffs so that's again not nothing but Welsh are you talking about yeah, Welsh South Wales yeah. rugby, oh, okay. league? Welsh rugby league yeah Welsh rugby and league. they made it to the playoffs Yeah. okay and then he coached a bit of Queensland Cup went to the Storm what do you do with the Queen- in Queensland Cup uh, doesn't say who he coached in Queensland. I think
0: car. I think seabold has been editing his Wikipedia and just cutting Could out the results. Out. He must. It, kill. Well, it also says
1: here Seabold was recruited to join the Manly Seagulls Eagles before joining the Rabbitohs.
0: We obviously saw the. We obviously saw. Got to look at him and turfed him. We got to look at him.
2: We looked into his eyes. See that that you know what that says. It says a great interview interviewer has sat down and 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 seen what. Many others couldn't. Took him through the resume. Walked him through it. Because obviously he interviews very well.
0: Oh, you got got to the playoffs as a coach. Where was it? Oh, South Wales. Get out. Mm.
2: He must have. Of my office now. He must have put on some sort of PowerPoint production that just blew the socks off the, bron- the it Broncos must board. I'm,
0: I'm assuming word art was used. Early. I'm
2: thinking word art, comic sans. <laughs> um, he'd, put, he'd put the... Uh, Little
0: music hyperlink buttons yeah, in there. Yeah, music she-
2: hyperlink that started automatically. Yes. But also had the slide effects. Things came yeah, in. left to right. Yeah. Star
0: wipes. <laughs> star wipes. He must have star wiped the shit out of that presentation. Punters, dribblers. Now, this may be asking too much. And if it is, that's fine, because maybe we'll push it onto Dave. But I would love to see someone make Seabold's PowerPoint presentation.
2: How did he get the job?
0: Can someone dig it up for us? <laughs> dig it up. Dig up Seabold's PowerPoint presentation. I'm
2: sure it's on in the internet somewhere. That
0: got the Broncos job because those absolute idiots.
2: Now it it must it must to my mind have been full of automatic uh, you know. Songs that started.
0: Yes, and like but he obviously just had a clicker.
2: Like yeah, clicked, to yeah, but to was, yeah, but it was instead of pressing space bar, he had a clicker, he had a clicker that up, replicated yeah. the space bar technology.
0: Exactly right. So you had basically a, a space bar for your hand. Yes. Yeah.
2: A hand based. Ha-
0: a handheld space bar. <laughs>
2: Which I've always wanted. Oh,
0: absolutely I have. Always that's wanted. A, that's that's Ritzy. Well, it's Ritzy. It's a touch of class. It's a, it's a, touch, a touch of class. Well,
2: that's how he, he walks in with the handheld space bar and yeah. he's probably and already, everyone, got he's already got the job. <laughs>
0: he's already yeah. got the yeah, job. He's already got the job. Yeah, where do I... Yeah, sign him up. Sign Holiday, him shit. up. The Broncos have a seen that.
2: And then when they saw the Starwipes, they said, we'll give you an option for six yeah, years. Yeah, this
0: guy is a fucking operator. <laughs> this guy. Starwipes, Starwipes, Star Wipes? Star wipe? South, well, was Comic Sans? You took
2: South Wales to a preliminary final in the Welsh Rugby <laughs> League? Uh, where all teams played the finals because there's only four sides.
0: <laughs> wow. Oh yeah, no eight hundred thousand a year. Yeah. another For five yeah. years, another yeah. year in your option.
2: Yeah. It was literally an, a year added for every star one. <laughs> <He's>
0: dazzled
3: them. <laughs> dazzled them.
0: Good for him. But you, I mean, you do wonder though, like with all these coaches. So what is it? Green's gone. Kearney gone. Pay gone. And Seibold probably gone. So it's four gone. Well, Pay not gone yet. Uh, sorry, Seabod not gone yet, but... But let's be honest. You would think in a COVID year, it might be a little bit more like, you know what, we'll just cut everyone some Mate, fucking
2: I Mate, I was only thinking that on the way here in the car. Like, it is this a COVID... This is
0: tough for everyone. It's tough for Whether everyone. Whether you're playing league or you're just bloody, you know, trying to find a vein as a junkie on the street.
2: And but that's the thing about rugby league, mate. It is cold-hearted. It can be warm-hearted. It can be great. It can it can shower you in riches and glory. Yes, but it can be cold as the Antarctica in winter, mate. Like it it can be fucking ruthless, freezing. Like they are just sacking left, right, and centre. If John Morris goes, that could that'll get us to five. And John's like, like sharks have been winning a couple of games, so he's sort of saved himself for now. He's
0: doing all right. He's also only like two years into the like in his second year of
2: head coaching. McGreg- uh, mate, Mary McGregor is in the shit up. Like, but literally then he wins half, a couple of games. But like, like, like half the coaches are, uh, are staring down the barrel of getting sacked. Yeah, it's and unbelievable. And then they'll turn around and sign him up to like multi-year deals. And then all well, then they whinge and like piss Trent Barrett, when a
0: player wants to change club. And it's like, bro, you've just sacked, like, every fucking
2: coach you've had for the last five years. Apparently, Trent Barrett, they look at their three-year contract. I'm like, bro, two years. Yeah, but the reason I think you signed
0: three years is right because they like maybe a coach won't sign for anything. A bullshit. Because bullshit. because they want to have the opportunity to put their stamp but they on don't give
2: him the opportunity. Well, no, that's get... the
0: point. No, no, he'll get sacked anyway. No but... one, get,
2: you don't provi- like that's what I don't understand. So he's like, I need three years to 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 stamp Trent Barrett's signed, sealed, delivered onto my product and ship it out to market. I need three years to make sure that happens, but that's not what happens. That's not what happens. If you lose enough games, you get the fucking sack. And what I'm saying is, unless you are a guy who's got runs on the board, like a Paul Green who's won premierships, right? Mm -hmm. He can ask for years. Where Trent, who's done fuck all, no offense, like he would take two years. (laughs) Would he not? He might, but he might not. I guarantee you he would. Well,
0: he might, but he might not. If the dogs are offering him three, it's probably because he's asking for three because they also want a bit of
2: security themselves. I've, I understand that, but I'm saying... It's as a bit a club- weird.
0: If you have one year, right? One year is essentially, unless you are Dez at fucking Bulldogs who went to the grand final in his first year or Trent Robinson who won the comp in his first year as a coach, Like, unless you are sort of fluke fluked a little bit or you coach a cheating team like the Roosters... The first year is kind of like, whatever. Hopefully you make the finals. Hopefully you don't suck. Then the second year is like, all right, I've had time to get my systems and processes in. And then I'm also actively trying to get more players, but the chances are I'm probably not hitting the ground running my first year and signing people for the year after.
2: Tom, I couldn't agree more. I'm not. You don't have to sell me on the reason why they give them three years. What I'm saying is it doesn't make sense to me that clubs give them three years, but they never give them three years. Oh, because yeah, because Do you know clubs, what I mean. Because yeah, yeah, they end the... up sacking them and having to pay out yeah. a year and a half. Yeah, yeah. Because yeah. the like, clubs are shit. You They're gave them, but you gave them three years because of the reasons you just said. Yes. That's they almost need it. But then they never give it. It's no. it's fucking strange. Like Dean
0: Pay's actually probably been hard done by, it, even though the dogs suck. One of the worst
2: rosters I've ever seen. Yeah. you know what I mean. And it's like they give him that, and then he can't perform with it. And like you're out. Trent's not going to do anything with that side. No. He, he's going to have to attract talent, which apparently is yes. alright. Well, at.
0: they got Cotric.
2: He's a center or a wing.
0: It's funny they've got like four fullbacks that aren't hard fullbacks. Like they're not out and out fullbacks. They're not out and out wingers. They're not out and out. He wants to, apparently wants Apparently wants to play center. I don't know if that's a lot of money for a centre or not. 600, 650
2: it's a lot. grand a year. I think it's a lot.
0: Seems like it. like he's a gun. I'm not. I'm not knocking Kotrick. He's a gun, but like fuck,
2: mate. You could argue that wingers should almost be more valuable than centres. They do more. Yeah, they score tries. They prefer... take. They take high ball. They chuck nut.
0: Yeah, they come off the, the kicks. I'd prefer Brad Parker than, than Nick Kotrick in the centres. There, I said it.
2: And I give you. I give you the hot tip. Our boy Brad's not on 650.
0: No, Brad's not. Brad doesn't want 650.
2: He'd play for free, Tom. Brad
0: would play for free. It's not about money for Brad. He
2: plays for the love of the contest.
0: Yeah. Love of the game. And he just likes to snap people. So, yeah. Oh, you know,
2: you, I mean, you, he's paid
0: on snaps.
2: Yeah. He um, eats snaps for breakfast, mate.
0: But anyway, so look, obviously, violated to the coaches. Um, Good luck to Trent. And keep an eye on uh, my intel there. For and Varley to
2: Dubbo Dean.
0: Dubbo Dean, one of the greats. Unfortunate. Had a crack. Did his best. Tried hard. Tried hard. Um, did you see... Well, I know you did see it because someone posted it up on the Punters Dribblers page, but obviously we didn't want to repost it or anything because it's just not that nice. But it was funny. Um, Young Billy Burns of the Panthers, the Penrith Panthers, uh, got tackled and his hog fell out. Now, maybe hog is probably too generous of a description, but I tend to think, Eddie... 'Cause some people going, Fuck, it's a bit cold out in Penrith. I'm like, I would almost go so far as to say that thing's probably so big. Or not necessarily so big. It's not he's certainly not putting the sheriff on notice. No. But like it just looked like portions of a bit of sack and maybe a bit of hog f- like unfurled out the side I of the street. I don't I don't
2: think the whole thing was out. That didn't look like the whole thing to me. I think it was like a turtle sort of coming out to see what was see going on. See what was on. going on. Check the weather almost. Well, check the weather. Check the bright lights. Yeah. Check the June moisture content. Maybe just wanted to get on TV. Maybe. Maybe he's maybe that sort of guy. Is it surprising that you don't see more cocks on the field? I think it is. I think it is. I think it is. Because generally speaking, they're, they're getting around in the in the in the dickies these yeah. days. In the budgie smuggler. Is that the first dick you've seen on the field? Or we don't even know what we saw. It was ball or dick or both. Well, it's the first one I've seen in a while. I couldn't I couldn't tell you the last one I saw. No. You, don't see them, you don't see them that often. No. You see them. Rare as hen's teeth. Yeah, well, yeah. Look, the on-field like, dick. They, they are rare. They are rare. You don't see a whole lot of them, Tom. No. You really don't. But I think, to your point, it's surprising we don't see more of them, given that budgie smugglers, I mean mine, you know. If I'm going, if I'm in my dickies and I'm, you know, maybe in the I'm... surf? Running around? Or in this, well, if I'm in the surf, they come out all the time. I mm. take one on the head and I'm, you know, tumbling underwater. You, you're wondering, I might have to walk. Back up to my town, nude. Yeah, yeah. I I remember when I was young. Once I had the dickies out, and they filled with sand at the front of that pocket. Yeah, at the front yeah, took yeah. them off to 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 give them a rinse and lost them, and had to Dude. had to get up the beach, <laughs> nude. It's, it's just I've because
0: that's the, that's sort of it, right? When you're when you need to de pant your de sand your
2: crotch. Well, have they still got those little pockets in the front? I don't know. I'm more of like of a board shorts
0: guy. Like, well, you know what? I like dickies and boardies. Yep. I like to either have the the the
2: smugglers underneath the boardies or sometimes just boardies but if you if, if you're i'm budgie, by my, if i'm if you know if i'm on a remote beach or something and i'm by my like you know there's not a whole lot of people around yeah. i prefer to be in the dicky i just know how i look i like dry yeah i know i know i take aesthetic out and just go what's practical the Dickie reigns supreme. It dries quicker. Yes. It's easier to, to, to get a nice tan going. Well, oh, certainly for the
0: tan. You know what I mean? Dickies are good for the tan, but I just. But I, I like... tell you,
2: but you're a rashy guy. <laughs> <laughs>
0: I'm more of a rashy and yeah. like, you know, maybe some Skins shorts. Yeah, under underneath. deep shade, under yeah. a deep
2: umbrella. Yeah, 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 yeah. like I
0: Zuckerberg. Did you see that photo of Zuckerberg's sunscreen today? No. He looked like a... Fuck, he's
2: f- a Magoo. Fuck
0: it, dude. He head of is, IT for the Magoo Yeah, 13. he's definitely head of ID- well, you know, IT. Oh, data, head of data. Yeah, head of data analytics for the Magoo 13. <laughs> he, he looked like, I saw it described, like he's one of those kids with an overprotective mum who's put sunscreen on his face. <laughs> she probably did. He's ro- riding it. A- oh, my... God. Dude, it looks like a robot's had his face taken off.
2: <laughs> oh, my... He is frightening. He is frightening.
0: I think it's a couple. can How did it all happen? <laughs> all- First time on a computer, bro?
2: Who's this bloke?
0: Well, dude, it's Zuckerberg. He's rich as shit. He's probably got some guy following him around. That's like a motorized surfboard.
2: Security. Holy shit. He looks like the biggest freak. Sorry, but you do. Sorry, Mark. Sorry, Mark. You are he big is... bucket ass on him. Yeah, he does have a bucket Jesus ass. Jesus Christ. He's all ass. <laughs> he's all ass. Jesus. Look at that thing. That thing's serious. Oh, my God. Punters and gibblers, check out his bucket ass. I wonder if he's
0: quick. I wonder if that's like a, you know.
2: That's thoroughbred stuff. Look at that. Good Lord.
0: Very nice. Sorry, nice, McGill. Standing McGirt. for a second. Where were we? I've lost track. I have no idea where we are. This has been a long-ranging rugby league diatribe, Eddie. I where, did, where, where Billy was Burns' I? Is dick.
2: Oh, that's right. You don't see a whole lot of it, and I find it surprising. Yeah. I really do. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Given that they tend to fall out all the time.
0: You would think you would see more, right? Anyway, look, I mean, shout-out to Billy Burns. I think he... Uh, Put up a photo on Instagram or something, he goes like here's the real here's uh here's a bit more of my sausage, and it was a photo up like this, and his sausage dog was laying like on the bench in front of him.
2: Good from him, good sense good of good from
0: Billy steering into the controversy. You the gotta
2: steer it. into it, Tom. You gotta steer in.
0: Um one more thing before I think rugby league maybe gets put on ice. Ryan Madison. Uh actually I don't even give a fuck about the Ryan Madison thing. I was gonna get into it, but I mean we'll touch on it.
2: I didn't. I know that there was apparently back and Ryan forth, Madison, but I don't know what Ryan Madison apparently said.
0: Apparently, when Ryan left the Tigers, his parting words were like, You'll never win the comp. <laughs> You'll never fucking win the comp. Who did he say that suit. to? I don't know, but he's, you know, he's won a comp at the Roosters, so he can say that because he's already won one, I guess. Yeah. But then Parramatta then came out and were like, Ryan denies ever saying it. And then the Tigers were like, Well, we haven't even thought about Ryan ever. It's like, Oh, the Tigers are just, don't even comment. Like, don't even comment. They're like, we haven't even thought about Ryan since he left. They've
2: got a real ex problem. They do. Like a real ex problem that needs to be ironed out. They struggle really hard with
0: ex-partners, girlfriends, boyfriends, coaches, back rowers.
2: Do you you reckon that's because they've lost their identity because they're a dirty merger club? I mean, there's something to it, Eddie. Like, is there historical trauma there that's sort of feeding this this inability to, to get over their exes? They need to probably go to therapy as a club. Yeah, as a, as a collective. Yeah, and and pull down that that fucking leagues club. I know we say it all the time. Blow it up. It, I was driving past it the other day, and I'm just I'm appalled that it's still there. They should turn
0: that should be the new block. You know, like the blocks always got some yes. new fucking thing. Why don't they get Scotty Cam down there with a bunch get of the... bloody
2: desperate couples, mate? Get them to knock up a leagues club. If anyone could do it, it's Scotty and the yeah. boys and the Desperados. The Desperados. Not a problem. But fix yourself. I mean, yeah. sort yourself out. Because if I have to hear about another ex and Whinging about and, another ex, how you can't get over it, I'm going to be sick. Yeah.
0: Um, but I think, Eddie, in terms of rugby league, who's Manly playing this weekend? Oh, I mean, let's do a quick checkies out, actually. That's what we're doing. We haven't done one We for haven't a while. done a checkies for fucking ages. Dave, what? can you get the games up? Yep, got them. I blame the last two weeks on Dave's absence. Mm-hmm. But, you know,
1: whether that's fair or not, Two weeks before that. Can't blame that on <laughs> <laughs> All right, should we go starts, finish? Yep. Yep, Eels, Tigers. Eels. Cow- Tigers. Do you want to go Eels, Tigers? What do you reckon? Eels, Tigers? Uh, you think Eels will go on a losing run? Uh, Tigers. Tigers. Uh, Cowboys, Manly. Manly. Special. Storm. Special. Storm, Broncos. Storm. Oh, fucking oh. hell. <laughs> Storm
0: Broncos. That is so tough. Holy
1: shit. Storm, 13 plus. Warriors, Roosters. 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 Sharks, Dragons. Sharks. Sharks. Uh, Raiders, Souths. Raiders. Souths are yeah. weak. Yeah, Raiders. Knights, Bulldogs. Knights. Knights. Titans, Panthers. Panthers. Panthers.
0: All right, that's pretty good. There's some value in there. Not a shitload, but. Not a shitload, but. there's, I think there's enough. So just go through them, Dave. Who do we pick?
1: So, uh, Tigers against the Eels, Manly against Cowboys, Storm against Broncos, Roosters against Warriors, uh, Sharks against Dragons, Raiders against Bunnies, Knights against Dogs, and Panthers against Titans.
0: There's some tough ones to pick in there. So, you know, it's not necessarily a value bet week.
1: No, it's not, but I think that if you want to
2: make money that you roll into future bets, then this is the time to make it. This is the time. Build the kitty. Yeah. This is a build the kitty week, Tom.
0: Exactly. You're not going to take these winnings and go on – buy yourself a golf stream not you, this week unless you load up but, not this week you know you would have if you'd back Manly against Parra you'd be golf streaming which I did Punish Dribbles the podcast this week obviously brought to you by baggycaps.com.au friends of the show where all great baggy caps are
2: made Eddie the greatest baggy caps in all the land Tom are made at baggycaps.com.au they're tremendous we've got we've got ours and we love them
0: well, ours have been we've had ours for a couple of years now I think in as good a condition as ever, they they don't deteriorate like the Australian baggy no, greens. No,
2: mine's in mint condition. Yeah. It is tremendous quality, now, unrivaled. Uh, if you go to the
0: website, you check it out. You can get them for your cricket clubs, friendship groups, whatever you want. But you can also the 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 website is very versatile, so you can have different colours, you can have writing on it. I was quite surprised when I, we very when we went there for the very first time, just about how uh, malleable the baggy caps team are in terms of. What hats you can get, what they can offer you, different things here, logos, this, that, and the rest. So they're actually very good.
2: Patchwork colors, tremendous.
0: Uh, so baggycaps.com.au. All right, punters. just want to give a quick shout out to the Banksia Project. Banksia Project is all about blokes helping other blokes, mates supporting mates.
2: Their growth rooms are free programs for anyone to jump on and learn about their own health and well-being. Have a safe chat about anything and support others.
0: Look. Uh, Times get tough for everyone. You and I both know that. We've got friends, family, acquaintances. Everyone's got someone who goes through tough times. And it's important to have the skills to deal with the challenges and to stay healthy. Go beyond awareness and learn practical skills to stay happy with a group of mates
2: supporting you. Absolutely right, Tom. So give them a follow, punters and dribblers, at The Banksia Project on social media. Or check out their website, www.thebanksiaproject.org.au. Their info might be useful for you or one of your mates. Check them
0: out. Punish Dribblers, you may remember a couple of weeks ago, we got a call from the Cardiff Manchild, one of the dribblers, and he was talking about, you know, the life of a manchild where as you're a young kid and you're huge, way bigger than your contemporaries, you just dominate on the field. You tear it up. You tear it up. Kids are scared of you. Mm. And also, I think, like, you almost probably take, like, tries for granted, right? Like, over the course of your sporting career, Eddie, and mine as well, I didn't score a shitload of tries. Mm. I scored tries. You yeah. got the feeling. Yeah. But a man child probably wasn't weird for a man child to clock up six tries. Well, a game. Well, six,
2: seven a game yeah. is sort of the, if that's that's minimum. Yeah, right? that's it. If you don't come home without eight, nine, 10 ba- tries in the bag, then you don't get Maccas for lunch. Exactly. That's the sort, that's the level we're talking about. For a man child. So we
0: were very interested though, in the Cardiff man child and his sort of his, it was almost like a sad poem to himself and to mm. everyone else about like the life, you know, like it's almost like you're a child star when you're a man child. And then, you know, when you get older, you're uglier, you're no, no longer athletic. Mm. You almost stop growing at 12. So you actually become a small person. Yes. And we were just looking to, if there are any man children out there who have footage of them dominating, yeah, we'd just like you to get in touch. We'll explain
2: more in the DMs. But reach out, you know? Reach if out. If you were the kid that got nine tries a game and then, you, then you're getting five and then three and Slowly then one and out. then you're not getting picked and then all of a sudden you're shorter than everyone else... That's the sort of That's we're narrative looking we're looking for. But
0: we need to have footage of you dominating. There has to be footage. There has to be some footage Camcorder stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mum on the sideline. VHS Here converted
2: boy, to DVD. Yeah. Now it's online. That's what we That's need. what we're looking for.
0: Anything would be appreciated. Get in touch. DMs on Facebook, Instagram.
2: Or you can email us directly at info at au. That's it. Reach out, man children. All women children. Man-children. Yeah, I know. It's 2020, bro. Yeah, wow.
0: sure. Although, I think if you're a, a young woman and you were that large, you were the size of a man. Yeah. I mean, you get it. You get it. Don't make us be... Don't make us... Don't get rid of man-child. You know no, what I mean? Don't. Not... God,
2: keep your hands off man-child. <laughs> For God's sake, if you take that, there'll be nothing left.
0: <laughs> uh, just quickly, Eddie, because no one uh, is really caring at the moment, but AFL, they're, they've taken... They've taken our advice on board and shortening the season, but they haven't entirely. But what is what is it, Dave? Is it Dave or no? Or do you know? Well,
2: because the, because the rounds, the quarters are now 30 seconds, yes. they've now shortened the season where they're condensing it. So now they're playing nine rounds in six weeks.
0: Right. Okay. In six weeks. So, they're, so there'll be like a couple of games a week for each team. Yes. But they're 30 seconds. Well, so they're, uh, what are they? They're two minute games. Two minute games. Minute 20 games. Yeah. No,
2: two. No, it's four quarters.
0: 30 second quarters? So 60 seconds?
2: So two-minute games.
0: Isn't that minute? Yeah, right, minute 20. No, 120 (laughs) seconds. Sorry. I'm thinking seconds.
2: Basic arithmetic's (laughs) never been your strong suit.
0: Drop maths very early. Very early. I was thinking in seconds, though, so technically I would be correct in what I was saying if you see where I was going with it.
2: But you said a minute 20.
0: But I said a minute 20, so obviously words escaped me also. Now, (laughs) That's AFL, though, right?
2: (laughs) (laughs) Now, when we came in here tonight, Tom, there was... I think who bought it up? Maybe it was D or Dave bought it up. Super Rugby, it's going to go. It's going through a facelift next week, next year. Yeah, I
0: I was trying to work it out because again, unfortunately, I'm not really doing a lot of rugby research because it's just sort of it's just happening in the background, right? Like something you know. And look,
2: and you know, and I think that's fair for us to say because Super Rugby is not really happening this year. It's basically just five teams. They've added the Force back in, and they're doing this like you play for two weeks and you have a week off. Play for two weeks, have a week off, right? So it's not really that exciting. No. But what we always said is that super rugby will fall apart. There's no future for it. Like South Africa's gonna go to Europe because it makes a fuckload of sense, both travel time and viewership numbers because they're in the same time zone as Europe, right? Yes. More eyeballs on screens, as it were, Tom. They can't get they can't drag an, another dollar out of broadcast market in Australia, which they hope for.
0: Bro, apparently it's at ten million bucks is the broadcast rights deal.
2: So I think when they extended Super Rugby, the hope was because South uh, Super Rugby is propped up financially by South Africa, right? Right. But I think the hope between New Zealand and South Africa was let's give one more crack at trying to tap into that Australian lucrative market. They looked at the fact that there's $2 billion rights deals, both of them close to $2 billion each in two sports, going there's so much money in Australia. Let's try to get some of it. They haven't. They've lost they it. They haven't actually. They've lost it. It's actually it, gone south. That's, that's unfortunate. And... Australia has always during these times been going up to New Zealand little brother gone big brother in rugby terms but little brother yeah. in the scheme well, of the like world it's like when your
0: little brother gets stronger than you is like better is like maybe faster at running yeah, well, when You're he like, gets better
2: than you at sport
0: yes that's yeah, exactly and he, can beat, he can beat you up he can beat you up
2: yeah that's what that's what the situation is yeah we always go to little brother slash big brother and go. Any chance of doing like a little tr- Trans Tasman thing? Hey, and they're like, this, uh, no."
0: Or they're not even say. I don't even think it was initially. No, it was like, no, no, sure, was, maybe, but we're calling the fuck. No, no, just. no, no, no.
2: Apparently, it was always no. Oh,
0: I thought they were like it was. I thought Australia was coming in again, like a big brother does, and just going, even if I'm not anywhere near as good as you, and I'm bringing far less to the table. We want to come in here and basically you do what we tell you and we're going to swing our dicks around. New Zealand's like, ah, uh, listen, bruh. Our whole country has been watching our five provincial sides put on some of the most fantastic rugby we've ever seen. Australia hasn't fucking beaten a New Zealand team really, or they've beaten them like four times in Super Rugby in the last five years. Mm. Will be calling the shots, but apparently
2: they went over there and like sort of they was workshopping done, um, you know, quantitative and qualitative t- uh, research, Tom. Right, yes, and quant- they modelling, they quant modelling stuff, and they would ask people from from New Zealand, Aotearoa, going, what would you, what would your opinion be on maybe a trans Tasman Super Rugby series, and they were like, what. Like, no one over there was even considering it. They're like, that's such a strange idea. Why would we do that?
0: Yeah, right. They're
2: like, not into it at all. I wonder. Because the rhetoric around Australia in New Zealand is that, like, we're not even in the picture. We think that we are because of the Bledisloe. They don't 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 care about the Bledisloe. They They care about playing South Africa. They don't. We're like a side hustle. Because the Bledisloe doesn't matter for them. They don't care about the Bledisloe. They don't give a fuck. Um... The contest in world rugby is South Africa versus New Zealand. That's the one they care about. Really? Yes.
0: Fuck! (laughs) I don't like to hear that, Eddie. I'm partially like Australian, (laughs) even though I don't follow the the rugby. I'm like one of those Australians who still thinks that like we're still the biggest carrot in world rugby to play against. (laughs) We think we're the carrot. We think we're the carrot. We're not. No, dude. No, this is a game that, like, I'll miss if I'm watching. Like, New Zealand's is <laughs> like, oh, no, fuck it. I'll go out tonight. I yeah, know. yeah. We're only playing the Wallabies. Yeah, I'll go out for dinner. We're no like, problem. We're Uruguay to them or something. Yeah, we
2: are almost, which is embarrassing, which sort of speaks to the fact that they're going, nah, brah, you're not coming to our Super rugby Why
0: wouldn't they do something like this where you go, similar to just how rugby league is, right, where it's like the Waratahs can sign fucking as many Kiwi players they want and all this sort of stuff. So you're making it... Teams mixed full of good players, rather than Australia just having to draw on this talent pool of, you know, s- there are great Australian rugby union players. There's not enough great Australian rugby union players. Why can't we make it a free market?
2: Because because they're like, we'll just keep them all here. And there's narrative and there's yarn. They know who the sides are. Like the New Zealanders don't care for the Reds or the Brumbies or the War. You know what I mean? Yes. There's no there's no narrative but or I yarn can still around. go
0: that. for Manly. Even if, you know, we sign Angus Crichton, Angus please But I'm I'm just saying
2: there's not there's more brand equity in their own sides than there is in Australian sides. You're not adding anything. Yes. There's not there's no money in the Australian market. But
0: maybe maybe you maybe what you There's get no is, upside. Well no the upside would be as if The you upside create, for us. no but if you create an Australian New Zealand competition that becomes lucrative right because if Australians get into it because we've got some teams that are good mm. because they got a few New Zealand throbbers in there then the competition gets bigger the equity for the for the the Kiwi sides is like oh well now we're worth a bit more because this competition's worth a bit more. So fucking don't make it so if you leave New Zealand, you won't be picked for the All Blacks. If you leave Australia, you won't be picked for the Wallabies. It's like, for the betterment of the sport, you guys should stop being so fucking backwards in what you're doing here and just allow free flow of throbbers, which is basically going to be... It's going to be New, just a lot more New Zealanders playing rugby because they'll all be over here. What around.
2: I think will happen in the fullness of time is I think the rugby will go very much the way that like football is and that all the cream of the crop goes to Europe and you'll be eligible for the Wallabies. Like They'll just change the eligibility rules and go, yeah. even if you haven't played a fucking cap yeah. and you haven't played any domestic football, like mm-hmm. you didn't play the Waratahs, you just went straight to Europe on big yeah, yeah, billionaire yeah. cash and you swung your dick around. But you
0: were born in Western Sydney, even if your last name's like, you know. It,
2: it doesn't matter. You can play for the Wallabies. Yeah. That's what I think will happen. Yeah. They need to go back to the grassroots, get promotion relegation around shoot shield teams and play that way. Yeah.
0: Oh, you've got an English accent, but your last name's Smith and you live... Your granddad was born in Western Sydney. Sweet, when are the tight head prop for the Wallabies. Congratulations.
2: You know what I mean? Yeah. I reckon the best players will go to Europe. Maybe. Good on them if they
0: do, but I'm just... Dave, did we have any inf- more information to get Oh, yeah, back you? to... We gonna... Yeah, yeah,
1: Well, so the background is that the New Zealand rugby board came out and said the plans they're looking at for next year is an 8-10 to 10 team comp with as few as two Aussie teams. And then there was one journo from the New Zealand Herald who came out and said bit of a long quote he goes there are dreamers on both sides of the tasman in new zealand they're the creative imaginative kind working small miracles on the field with their footwork timing and bravery in australia they're of the delusional kind sitting in boardrooms and losing whatever tenuous grip they once held on reality they're dreaming if they think they can have two teams that can play at this level given that australian sides have won just once in 45 games on new zealand soil between 2015 and 2018.
2: jesus
0: wow it's it's tough I mean it's tough to argue With that fine young gentleman mm. Who is also of Kiwi heritage to you and I Eddie you yeah.
2: know? It was articulate
0: It was articulate As, as Kiwis As we Kiwis are um, So yeah Australia wanted two teams But
1: I think maybe I thought I th- was under the impression They even wanted more Well yeah It was as few as two teams yeah. Up to like four or five so With like, one Pacific Island team Which would be Zealand, Based though, out of New Zealand That
0: would be dope though I'd like a Pacific Island team But again I don't think that it should be it becomes too like then it's sort of like internationally focused new zealand teams with pacific island teams new zealand would get absolutely ravaged of their fucking decent players if it was all just pacific islanders wouldn't they Because like they've also got players that are like samoan and fucking but anyway whatever. i think the
2: idea behind the pacific islands team would be to grow the pacific island game yeah
0: right get it love it but i still think you're better off having the free interchangeable players go wherever you want Oh, yeah? Do you, New Zealand player, who I can't fucking remember the, your name of? That makes sense. It does. It make, that makes
2: sense on paper, but I don't. New Zealand don't want that, is the point. I Maybe
0: think. they don't, but that seems like a smarter way to build a competition, in my mind. Now, Eddie, I'm obviously, you know, I'm no
2: Phil Kearns here. Make no mistake, I would love... A trans-Tasman comp.
0: I know I haven't won any World Cups, Eddie, so my opinion doesn't matter in rugby. In
2: well, Australia. it doesn't. Look, you, didn't, you weren't winning back in 91, and no. you didn't win in 99, no. so therefore your opinion is fucking void. Garbage. It's garbage. You know what you're on about, yeah. mate. If you didn't win that 91-99 cup, then you can forget you, about you
0: it. You don't have any rights to sit in Mr. Wong's and do cocaine with Macquarie Bank billionaires. That's,
2: <laughs> it's been old yarns. Spin old yarns. Because if you haven't done that, you're
0: out. No, and I'm also not accusing Phil Kearns of doing that. That was just more formal. of
2: No, it's just uh, speaking ste- generally. No, stereotyping. stereotyping. Stereotyping, which we know uh, exists for a is, reason.
0: Is but not Phil Kearns. No, no one I've mentioned.
2: But look, mate, we'll see what happens. We'll see what happens. If they can somehow gouge out a, a cross Tasman comp, fantastic. Good on ya. But if they can't. Start looking at a promotion relegation system on the Eastern Seaboard, if you have to, with club sides and yep. build it up that way because people care about the club sides. Yep. People love it.
0: Yeah, we've been there. We've be, we'd done that. We've been over this. Obviously, we have solved rugby's problems many podcasts ago. It's just about whether people start to listen.
2: Exactly right. And it sounds like, but the, what, the, what the difference is now, Tom, is that we've solved them, but now things are happening towards that effect. Yes, rugby rugby it's it's so crazy tom watching it happen yeah in front of your eyes yeah it's it's and it's it's one of those things where it's like it is snowballing and no one can stop it no it, everyone's Even like everyone's just looking at players. each other going holy shit what do we do and then and then you know i've won two world cups so i can fix oh, I it i can
0: fucking do it yeah but that doesn't actually count for anything and you're like watching it's almost like watching a uh, you know when you see in like those Asian countries and like monsoon weathers and then like you see a house slowly like breaking away from the riverbank and then floating downstream yes. before disappearing yeah yeah and water. it gets quicker and quicker, quicker and, and, quicker. Quicker, and yeah. quicker and you're like yeah. oh shit that house is falling fuck I hope there's no one in there oh shit it's now falling into the river. oh my god there's like a full house in the river it's gone it's under the river it's oh gone. there's people on the roof oh shit. oh shit oh shit it's gone oh okay so that's the end of rugby then
2: that was hectic
0: that was huge that was wild. Mm, that was fucking insane.
2: Let's go to the pub. Is it time for dribbles? Is that where we're at? Yeah. Oh, fuck you. Ruthless.
6: G'day, fellas. G'day um, also to the punters. Um, the dribblers.
3: This is a Getting straight up dribbler.
6: Um, qualifications. Uh, GPS chess for the Scots College. <laughs> GPS. And yeah, I've hit a couple of half centuries for the third, third 11. Um, Yeah, boys, um, I want to talk to you. We have a yarn going in my group about the um, marbling index. And, yes, we're talking about the marbling index of a penis. Um, what do you reckon is a stock standard marbling for most blokes in the NRL? Well, let me know. And, you know what, couple of beers soon. And, yeah, you know, go to West Tigers. Goodbye, mate. Cheers. Thanks.
2: No, 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 thanks. Cheers. Bye.
7: <laughs> marbling,
2: index? So, so do you understand? As in, like marbling, meat marbling. for meat? Yeah yeah. yeah, yeah. But yeah. I
0: actually don't understand what meat marbling how what that means.
2: Well, I think it's the more. It's like
0: a quality of the, the meat. more
2: fat in the meat, right? Like marble is is fat, I believe.
0: That would make sense.
2: Do you, or Dave? Yeah. But what's the what's the what's the marble metric? There must be like a.
1: Well, I don't know if there's a like equation that. Allows you to work it out, but
2: there must this... be it must be a grade. There must be a grade of marbling. Yeah, because I
0: know a dude uh, who was like in, what's the, in marble the marbling grade. game? Yeah, there must be Melbourne.
2: there must be like you know it's there must be a scale, is what I'm
1: saying. Yes, Dave, this is all on you right now. Yeah, we're here meat grading according to the Australian Wagyu <laughs> Association. Mm,
2: yeah, it could be onto something here.
1: Yeah, we're getting there. Yeah. Um, so marbling is the intramuscular fat flecked through the beef, which mm. gives the eating quality greater tenderness, juiciness, and flavour. Okay. Um tenderness. The marbling score is a component of the grading system and refers to the visible fat uh, <laughs> found between the muscle fibre bundles, and is abs- is assessed within the ribeye muscle. It is basically a range from zero to nine. Okay. And there's some there's some photos here, of what's a zero to nine.
2: Okay. That's a zero.
1: Wait, where's the zero?
2: At the top. Oh, okay. And that's the nine down the bottom. But see... the
0: nine's in three different pictures. Well, I... oh, all the way to the left looks looks marbled.
2: That looks really marbled. Oh, that looks really marbled. That
0: looks nice. Now, is that like the cross section yeah, so of an NRL player's nine. penis that we're sort of looking? Yeah, at? Yeah,
2: that is. That's it's sort of uh, the way I see it is that like it's sectioned. It's it's you just cut it straight across. Are you cutting it long ways? No, like across. So you chop the knob off almost, and then look.
0: Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yes, so you're like, so- like, yeah, you're cutting, yeah, like yeah, cutting yeah. it into cylinder, like yeah, little yeah, yeah. circles. That's right. Slicing yes.
2: cucumber. Correct. Yeah.
0: There you go, Dave. Exactly. Hey
2: you like Exactly right.
0: Um, so listen, I don't know how to answer that question though specifically because we just had to teach ourselves about marbling in general. What's the stuff.
2: average? It's hard to know. I don't. I mean, I haven't, I haven't, I haven't dissected enough.
0: No, I tell you, who's got probably highly marbled? The sheriff.
2: No, no, he's all marble. He's
0: all marble. <laughs> he's all marble. <laughs> he's all marble. <laughs> he's all marble. <laughs> Outside of the sheriff, I'm not sure,
2: though. Like, he's can't... the constant. Well, he's, a, well, I he's mean... the... He's
0: the penis by which all are measured. I think... Literally I th- and figuratively. I
2: think, I, think about, I think about it like this. I think about it like this. If the sheriff is 100% marble, then everyone else is not.
0: Is not marble, yeah. That's the marble scale. <laughs> That's
2: the marble scale. Only
0: one marble in town.
2: <laughs> King
0: of the marbles. King of the marbles. <laughs> Let's move on. But, you know,
7: interesting. Very many puns uh firstly, uh it's it's Max here, uh first time caller. Just wanna give you a quick shout out, walk through my weekend. Um, doing a bit of painting with the missus and uh, she mentioned the paint fumes and uh my brain straight away went to guava well, lover, ghost, of course, big tasty and the boys. I think I've had way too much hello spot in my life, but um I'm calling about nicknames. Um I know that a lot of puns and dribbles have been calling in recently and giving themselves Monikers,
2: yes. Where have. I'm
7: from, nicknames should be earned. Mm. Talk about King Dribbler, Jolly Shot Kid. These are monikers that are bestowed upon them Sleep for dribbler. their great acts, yeah. or sometimes they're really shit acts as well. But I just wanted to get your thoughts. If too many punters and dribblers are giving themselves nicknames, cheers. Be soon.
0: Great question, Max. There, Max didn't want to
2: look. I know. I know what you. I know what you're saying, Max. Yeah. I think that you can you can call in with a moniker, but it's got to be. It's not going to look. I tell you what, the ones that have stuck are not the ones that have
0: called in with their own nickname, except for maybe Neil Southern Overcastrian.
2: And the Bankstown Dribbler.
0: And the Bankstown. Well, yeah. So Bankstown Dribbler. But only because of war erupted. Bankstown Dribbler was also only, yeah, that was war based, I think. Whereas like Neil Southern Overcastrian, he shoved that down everyone's throats to the point where it's like, yeah, he is the. He's Neil Southern He also
2: didn't put Dribbler in it. He was like, he, you know yeah, what I that's mean? That's true, right.
0: He wasn't like. He was iron, a bit more creative, yeah. With it? yeah. Yeah, yeah. Neil Southern Overcastrian. Yeah. But, I mean, he's
2: got he's, his points. He also, Quality Dribble also probably allows
0: your nickname to stick around. so's obviously... Well, there.
2: you know, Dot Point Dribbler, stuff like that. Yes, you well, know? That,
0: but we came up with Dot That's Point what it, Dribbler. But I'm saying they're yeah. all
2: bestowed based uh, on, on... Quality Dribble. Quality Dribble.
0: And by quality, quality doesn't have to mean good. It just means something that we can go with. Well, Quality Dribble. Yes. That is quality. Yes. If we can go with it. Yes.
2: So I, I take his point. Yeah. yeah. But, I mean, I'll, I'll say this. If people call in with a moniker... And, the shit, and it's a shit dribble, like, you're not going to be remembered. Well, they're not remembered. They're forgotten very quickly. You're forgotten. So, yeah, they can... You may not like that they do it. I well, don't I, think, I don't really care, but no, they, they're not going to be
0: remembered. No, I don't mind it. I think it's... But it's also your best shot at stardom. Yeah. you got to try right? Oh, yeah. Whereas, like, Maxie's just probably Maxie now.
2: But just know this. Know this. If you call in with a good dribble, then we, we'll probably name you for you. Yeah, do you exactly. know what I mean? You yeah, don't yeah. have to tell us your name. We'll no. name you. No. But I do like...
0: Like, Come Dog. He
2: gave his own nickname. Yeah, but he, but he knew it was strong he, coming he, here. He did,
0: yeah. He knew what he had was good. <laughs> yeah. yeah, fuck yeah. Uh, but yeah, thank you, Max. Shout out to Come Dog. Shout out to Come Dog. Now, this is King Dribble has emailed through. Oh, he's him. back. He's back. I wonder if he's come back to claim the throne.
2: He's been gone for a while. Well, He's I'd, been gone for...
0: Pre, since before sleep. He, he came out and, you know, he reclaimed the crown. And then
2: because Big Tasty had a shot, yeah. Then he came back to try and win it back, which I was happy we,
0: with. We, we gave it to but him, but since then, well, Sleep Dribbler, fucking... well, since
2: then, Sleep Dribbler's gone to another level, yeah. he's gone biblical, yeah.
0: Sleep Dribbler is without question,
2: and we haven't heard from
0: KD. KD has hadn't made no attempt to sort of to claim,
2: the so brand. I'm interested to and see. And Big
0: what... T- yeah, Big Tasty came back, the return of Big Tasty. That's right. I forgot about that. Remember the return of Big Tasty? He came back. KD. Ripped all over KD, and then KD never came back. Never
2: came back to him. Yeah. That's right. Because there were the dribbler wars. There were the dribbler wars. Which have sort of gone quiet because, the you know, the it's, it's face, over. Yeah, it's
0: over. It ha- you know. But look, I mean, we also haven't given him a chance. Is this his comeback? Because now everything that happens in here is almost going to be prefaced with us basically trying to evaluate whether KD's come back or not.
5: Tom, Eddie, P's and D's, it's KD here, been a couple of weeks since my last dribble, I actually had a pretty good brushes with lame, I was at a July 4th party a few weeks ago, got yarning and dribbling and turned out I met the the beat test dribbler's best mate, (laughs) which was pretty funny, just spoke all things HSP um, His best and, mate. Uh, that's where the action is. <laughs> there goes. is no greater,
0: like, there's no le- more legitimate brushes with lame than the beep test dribblers good
7: <laughs> <could> mate.
0: <laughs> that is the lamest oh, brushes with lame ever. That is so that good.
2: Is... <laughs> That is such a niche, hello sport, <laughs> brushes with lame. The beep test dribbler's best mate. Oh, I thought he was going to say the beep test dribbler.
0: Yeah, exactly. But no, that's, it's actually way lamer. <laughs> uh,
5: we carry on. Refuse to believe my identity. So that's where the old Insti buyer came in handy. But uh, shout out to you, bro. I believe your name is Chris. Uh, but yeah, boys, a little dribble today. I, um, you know, I got notified about that two thousand uh, test match between Australia and New Zealand world record. I was actually at that game and, you know, down twenty four points, unfortunately lost in the lost in the end. You know, Jonah Loma went in the corner. But just got me wondering about how elite that time of rugby was. You know, I'm a union dribbler through and through and, you know, we were so blessed to grow up with that. You know, the two thousand one British Irish Lions series win, you know, two thousand three World Cup, obviously losing the final to the bloody palms. But still pretty elite, throbber stuff. And got me wondering, um, you know, what were your experiences with rugby league growing up around that time? Did you guys have any amazing games or experiences that you'd like to share with the P's and D's? I I can't really remember too much around that time, so I'd love to get your thoughts. Uh, Big, tasty, hope that iron mask fits, (laughs) bruh. And you're not too cold in that old dungeon. Uh, sleet dribbler. Uh, Jesus, mate. I uh, got very strong uh, Hannibal Lecter vibes. Uh, maybe we can get the boys to make us some HSB straight jackets. would don't want you to go and hurt yourself and or others. But, uh, yeah, beer soon, boys. Uh, we'll VB soon. Uh, fuck me. I miss VB. All right. Cheers, boys. KD.
2: Now... Was that a subtle dig at rugby league? The the what were your memories from back then? You know what I mean?
0: Well, it was hard to tell there with K D. It's hard to know whether he's having a shot or whether he's now whether that was almost like a hat in hand, like I'm no longer Ruling the roost anymore, and yeah. now I'm just coming with real questions.
2: Yeah, well, back to what he used to do. Yeah, he used to he used to just ask a lot he of questions. Ask, he used to ask for the old about his school. Dribbler. For the old school, he was the original dribbler. Yeah, yeah he was the original one. He used to call in with questions like that every week. Yeah, that's sort of how he got his mantle. That's how he built yeah. his identity. And then the dribbler was started, and
0: he's like, "This isn't how I got into the yeah. game."
2: No, no, no. he's know, going old
0: school. Well, like that, you know, it's he is the old school. Right, it's kind of like the new generation passing him by. It's a baton handing almost. It's yes. not that he's lost. He's handing on the baton for the next dribbler to take it, which is Sleep Dribbler, and sort of further the cause of the well, dribbler. Well,
2: that's right. And then the Sleep Dribbler, God knows where he's going God, to take
0: it. I mean, who the fuck knows? But he's got the baton at the moment. He's certainly got the baton.
2: But, but KD's gone old school. I respect it. I respect it. Um, Mate, obviously, like, yeah, I mean, you could go on for days and days about how good rugby union was back then. Sort of, you know, it's sort of secret how sick it was. No, yeah. I mean, but he wants us to know, like, what was good about rugby league. I mean,. I mate, I was a big union guy back then. Yeah. Massive. So, like well, that I mean, was I like me. both. But... but I was mostly union back then. Early two yeah. thousands, like what What? I was in year five, year six. I remember I remember fucking um you we'd go you'd do the curtain raises and shit before Wallabies games yeah, and stuff yeah, like that. You yeah, know what yeah, I mean? Yeah. There was a lot of like in, involvement at that level. It was mad. Yeah. It was sick. But I mean, two thousand and one, rugby league, fuck bro.
0: It's 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 yeah.
2: What do you like what do you mean? <laughs> what do you want me to say?
0: Yeah, I mean, sure, like there'll probably some good kangaroos tours or something, I don't know.
2: Yeah, like what should we get up old scores from kangaroos yeah, games? What do you want me
0: to do? Like the Roosters one I think at some point, the Broncos one. Like Knight, New South
2: Knight. Wales used to win, yeah. yeah.
0: Knights won, I think, in two thousand and one, maybe.
2: Yeah, they did. Joey got his second. Joey got his I second. mean, that was yeah, alright. Cool. Like you respect Joey, I yeah. Respect
0: Joey, yeah, he's a, he's a goat. He's a uh, sick,
2: he's a sick, hun. Yeah,
0: no, ninety nine, the Storm won. I was at that grand final.
2: Yeah, I mean, Manly won't do much until you know. Now,
0: it, man, that was dancing around Northern Eagles days. Yeah, so I was a little bit disenfranchised. No, nah, so we
2: really like, don't really talk about those nah, times. No, they're really. sort of
0: times that aren't really spoken nah, on. No, they they're really don't. It's like picked a worse era, really.
2: Weird question. Yeah,
0: strange question. <laughs> Jesus Christ! Fucking <laughs> bit too much time in lockdown in New York. I think he's fucking lost the plot.
3: <laughs> oh, um, cheers,
0: thanks, bruh. bro. Cheers, bro. Where are we? Here? Fuck me.
7: Good morning, Tom and Eddie. i dribblers. shy dribbler here. Just letting you know that talking about Staines, one of the great nicknames, former Sharky, second rower, captain, Queensland player, Dan Staines, nickname, (laughs) you soon.
3: Um,
0: That didn't really... I
2: didn't... I couldn't hear him.
0: No, so
2: we'll probably just
0: cut that one out.
2: Didn't hear a word he said.
0: Didn't hear a word he said. Now... Let's hope I don't forget to cut it out and then you'll hear that I cut it out. G'day Tom and
2: punters and dribblers,
8: members of the 11, the uh, full quick kid here. I'm just on my way to work this morning. Did not sleep a wink last night, which might have something to do with just the relentless lime green erection I've been suffering with <laughs> ever since watching the Canberra Raiders put those fucking dogs, the roosters to the sword last night. fuck me, Dead. Bit of starch in that green jumper, eh, boys? Eh? Woo! Put a line through the Raiders, they said. Papali! 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 Papali!
0: Well, I mean, fair call. Fair play.
2: Look, it's all above board, Tom.
0: Mate, I mean, we put a line through the milk last week, so... No, that was a kick up the arse. Yeah, That's what
2: it was. What it
0: was. Now this was sent to us by uh, sort of the head muse of the podcast, Marcus Finocchiaro. Is he back? He's back. Now he sent us a message last night, and he said that uh, for those of you who uh, are tasteless enough to indulge in the professor, um, he also he sent us one. Basically, what Finocchiaro seems to have done here is written a song for Dean Pay. Okay but he sent me a message last night or sent us a message last night saying look these fucking gimps stole my idea but obviously they haven't stolen his idea because it was released before this podcast if that makes sense
2: right so but he got in before he
0: got in way before yeah. so they you know what I wouldn't have put it they may have hacked his emails they probably hacked out they probably hacked out uh, but this was this is a, a song for Dean Pay, I believe <laughs>
3: I sacked my coach today. It's not Kearney, it's Dean Pay. Seabold took my crown. Hazard, left a home, and then went on to win, Dame's on sin.
0: Jario. Yeah, Jario. That was...
2: <laughs> God save us. Logie award winning? Yeah, I don't think that's too much, Tom. I don't think that's too much. That's, um, that reeks of a Logie. Yeah. That reeks Best of a Logie. Best original score? Yeah, of course. Yeah, music-related categories at the Logies. At the Logies. Uh, thanks, Finny. I, like the, I love you sending in songs.
0: Well, before we know it, we're going to be able to release... Our first album and like Finichario's first album. You
2: yeah. know what I mean, yeah, yeah. Well, it's a collaboration. It's a collaboration. Here. Yeah. we
0: debut the songs and then obviously we own them now officially.
2: Yeah. Well, we own them. but yeah. he you'll be them. you'll be on the on the jacket of the of the album. So yeah, to speak. in the sleeve. You yeah, in yeah, the yeah. sleeve. Songs written, songs by, and songs, sung songs by... of the dribbler. <laughs> songs of the dribbler.
0: We'll probably chuck in uh, the Beedman carols. All as of well. them. Dude, I think that's more what it is. It's probably not going to be a Finichario only album, but we are probably getting close to being able to release an album. Yeah. Because, I mean, we've got COVID-19 song. Yep. We've got Finichario here. Mm. Some Peter Volandi's song. Yep. fourish ish Beedman Maybe
2: five. Maybe five. And they were all good.
0: They were all red hot. And then who knows, a couple more. This might be a I Christmas album. I feel like album. we're
2: forgetting one as well. Well, Finichario may have done two or three. He may have done two or three. Like, he's obviously going to be a big part of the album. Yeah,
0: of course. But I mean, it's... But it's but it's Songs of the Dribbler. Songs of the Dribbler, a Hello Sport Christmas album. So we're going to release this probably at Christmas now.
2: Yeah, definitely.
0: If we So we get some time to, you know, get all of our ducks in a row. Well,
2: because we need time, you
0: and I. Yes. The more time, the better. Yes, yeah, certainly. Uh, let's
7: move on. Hey, I'm just calling uh yeah. fucking Jelly Jello fucking whatever shot Dribbler out straight off the bat. Have to jump on the Bankstown fucking border, whatever the WrestleMania is. Mate, it's not that difficult to organize a park, for St. Peter Galandi's, to get it on the board. Like, I'm friends of a parksman, um, Uncle John 89, who is a green on route. So get it sorted out, and it took him a couple of days. hung over, mind you. The man went in there and battled. But um, I just the to the, light, the jelly short dribbler know that these things don't come fucking easy and the dribbles in the north are um, backing you boys so
2: be a same mate good point
0: that was a very good point and very well spoken from the official I think the official spokesperson of the dribblers in the north yeah yeah he is I'm yeah. happy to give him that yeah.
2: that mantle for sure yeah. like to his point the, the plaque we received pretty quick smart I can't remember the name of the bloke that Uncle John. He mentioned Uncle John eighty nine. Yeah, that's yeah. right. Uncle John stepped up at the plate, delivered quickly. Now Jelly Shot Kid did inbox us.
0: He said that he's like, during the mate, week saying
2: happening. good things come to those that wait. Now yeah. I understand that, given that I was cheek. the one that said it last yeah, we did week. Say it he did quote me, so I've got to go along with it, it to was, a point, son.
0: In fairness to him, it was a great play from him to
2: quote us. Well, he knows it'll work, yeah. but I will also he quote myself. I'll also quote myself and yeah. saying that I don't wait too long. Who said that? Eddie said that. I said that. No, yeah, I'll wait. Yourself.
0: You said Eddie Simpson said that.
2: Yeah, I'll wait, but I won't wait too long. No, exactly. So I think you, Edward
0: Simpson said that. He did you know, last podcast. Yeah,
2: he did. So look, the dribblers up north are getting cagey. They're getting restless. They're yeah. going through a horrible time with the Broncos, and they're looking for some light in their life. And so, jelly shot kid, you can provide it. Yeah by screwing that plaque that we've seen onto the side of a building at University of Wollongong. Yeah. Filming the whole thing so that we can put content out to the punter and the dribbler, yeah. and then you'll get a bag of grain. It's very simple.
0: Very simple, JSK. Uh, let's move on. G'day, boys. It's the uh, it's Gandalf from Crop
8: Creek. I just want a quick shout out to the punters and the dribblers. Stop to get the fucking dribblers we got, uh, we, got, we got Bearman, we've got Brooker, we've got Fridge, we've got the Oyster, we've got Gandalf, and we've got Woodsy. And we just want a quick shout out to Club Rugby, and we want to say that Wendell Saylor is probably the best fucking footballer that there ever is in <laughs> this fucking world. <laughs> Have you met Lottie De'Kiri, bud? De <laughs> quick, yeah, quick question, Lottie De'Kiri. Lottie De'Kiri, Wendell Saylor, you tell me which one's better. It, and uh, Mad Dog's pretty good too, but Mad Dog, Mad Dog, Madden. Mad Dog, Mad Dog, Blacklock, Mad Dog, Mad Dog, Mad is Dog, fucking up Black. there with one of the best. Uh, and we want a quick shout out to Junior Rugby because that's, a, that's a the that's the good route. Up the Macquarie Emus, Ah ruse up every single Saturday. Macquarie uh, yeah. Emus, and that, this is coming straight from Cropper Creek, where the uh, Cropper, Cropper Creek Crows took on rub College. Uh, Be soon. Uh,
3: Brad
2: Parker is a household (laughs) name. Gandalf. From Copper Creek. Love
0: that. Uh, Good question. Good question. Lottie or Wendell? Fucking hell, man. Probably Wendell. Probably the Dell. I think it's probably Dell. It has to be. But in rugby,
2: I would say Lottie. But both melded together. Melded together. together.
0: We're like rugby league. Wendell's almost widely considered the greatest winger of all time.
2: And he did fucking well for the Wallabies.
0: He did fucking well for the Wallabies. For some reason, I just remember Takiri... Oh, look. Maybe it was because Takiri played for the Waratahs. That's what... Maybe I liked him more, but I just feel like... Saw
2: him more. Maybe.
0: Oh, it made... You know what? I probably saw him as much. I know Wendell ended up coming to the Tars, but, uh, like, you know what? They were both sick, man. When they played for the Wallabies, they were both fucking awesome. They were but two I've... of the best... That was, like, rugby's golden period.
2: So sick. When the Leaguers were going over there and dominating. And kicking ass. And... But... Yeah, it was just—it's a different time. Yeah, but I think I think to your point, Wendell probably because he was so strong in league. Yes. Do you know what I mean? Yes,
0: it was certainly. But yeah, I don't know. It's an interesting. I know, like well, what, the, going what do the what do the numbers say? Yeah, do what do the numbers say? Can you just check international rugby tries? I think we'll just go off and that. caps. Caps and great, great call for for and just in rugby union.
2: Yeah. Because we know what Del, we know. Dell won
1: league. Yeah. Well like that, crap. yeah. Well, no,
2: yeah, Dell's got legs sewn up when it comes
1: between the two of them. Uh <clears throat> Lottie Takiri International. Um I reckon I reckon before you go to say like sixty. Not far off. I just need to do some maths quickly. Um fifty. Fifty okay. international. Um let's get Wendell up. How many tries? Fifty tries. How many caps? Oh, how many caps? Um
0: 50 tries is a fuckload yeah, of tries.
1: It's a lot. 30, that's what might be the most. About, like, 115 caps? No, no, no. No, 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 no. No, no, no. no, no, no. Lot of oh, no, get. oh, no. Sorry, oh, no, no, It's got... Oh, uh, no, nah, We wigged all. It's got all tests and then blood is low, IRB, and rugby No, nah, it just tests out it all. No, nah, uh, 67 matches. There you go. So said fifth, 60. Um, 30 tries.
2: 30 tries. See, 30 I was tries. like, when you when you said 60, I'm like, that's... A lot. Of, of 50 tries. tries. Yeah, I, was like, I, was That's like, outrageous. I thought 50
0: would be the all-time. I think Campisi has all-time Dior, but I'm yeah, pretty yeah, sure he right. sure does. And Falau, I think second. Folau's or... got
2: most super rugby tries, and campo, Campo's campo got most international.
0: Yeah, but I think Falau is like, I want to break fucking Campo's international tries. record. So races. what,
1: 67 caps, 50 and 32 tries? 30 tries. 30 tries. tries. Right. And then um, Wendell Saylor... Uh, thirty-seven caps for Australia, thirteen tries. Okay, yeah. so Lottie's
0: Lottie was better in rugby. I
1: think he spent more time in rugby as well. True, he, he definitely did. spent yeah. more
0: time. Dell obviously got into his troubles. <laughs> um, so maybe a good that's question, also, Maybe that's part of what ta- what paints your memory though is that Lottie was around for a lot longer because Dell had to sit out for a couple of years. Yeah. Great question, though. Great good question. question. Good on you, Gandalf, and the and the Cropper Creek.
1: Shout out to the fridge. Shout, shout to, out shout to Fridge to, Shout
2: out to Fridge Who sounds to me Like he could murder a schooner Yeah That's just That's just the aura I'm getting off the fridge
1: The Cropper Creek crew Maybe that's where The nickname comes from He just holds All the schooners in him Yeah Here's yeah, the Certainly
0: could And maybe what regurgitates Him in your mouth Like a mother bird Yeah, yeah Like a Yeah Like a <laughs> like a mother
2: bird Yeah <laughs> To the boys To the boys Giving uh, nectar to uh, the God
0: uh, uh, Well uh, they are called the emus I don't know if that's how emus feed their young Cropper, Cropper Creek, Creek emus I Love
2: think. that Love that Shout out to the boys. Boys, it's Mr. Exotic out here
6: in uh, God's Country, mate, out in Penrith. And I've just finished watching uh, the Silver Tails towel up those cowards that think they are in the West. And I'd just like to give you a, a big thank you from a Penrith fan, because uh, we're about to uh, leapfrog these dogs into the top of the table, mate, where we belong. Um, so, yeah, mate, I'll be celebrating accordingly tonight. I'll be having uh, a few glasses of red... Followed by uh, a couple of cigars, and then we might get on to the uh, Colombian marching powder in due time. Mate, just uh, what's the what's
0: the, what's the go, mate? What, what's the go with? Uh, I just love the idea of the rugby league fans celebrating a win by having a couple of reds cigars, cigars. and then just burying his head in some go game. It's ridiculous.
2: At the foot of the mountain. At the
0: foot, but just the most the most unnecessary way to celebrate just a club win. Oh yeah. Oh top of the table
2: top of the table. Well it is top it's top of the table. <laughs> of the table. Come the on, time. credit where credit's uh,
0: fair cool. All right,
2: carry on. The fucking the uh the lack of happiness with Desi
6: Hasler. Mm. The bloke I reckon he would fucking win you if if you fucking um won
0: the lottery again <laughs>
6: Anyway. Thanks, Luis. cheers cheers for putting
2: at the top, mate. Cheers.
0: Yeah, good on you, mate. Look, Dez, it's all
2: about getting us under the radar, bruh. It's 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 gamesmanship. Yeah, it's gamesmanship. I'm pissed off. Yeah, don't look at us. Don't look at us. Look elsewhere. Yeah, no, yeah. Look at I me. Mean, He's was... too sultry. He's too sultry. Don't waste your time nah, with him. You're silly. that's exactly if... yeah. what he wants. You're silly if you're you're falling into his trap, bruh. You did. No, you did fall. You in. did fall into
0: his trap. Uh, okay, it's 173 seconds, or by my maths, fucking 20 minutes. I don't know.
6: Yeah, g'day, Tom, Eddie, uh, punters and dribblers. Um, it's the Singapore Slinger here. Just want to say off the bat, if it sounds like I'm coming to you, that from the bottom of the fucking Grand Canyon with an echo. Back in the toilet not ball. draped across a Dalton. I'm just calling for a web-based connection. So, yeah, you know, fair point. Feedback noted from last time about the audio web-based quality, but connection. I've got limited influence on that. Um, so got a couple of things here. Big shout out to the dot point-based dribblers who have preceded me. Uh, it's a fucking sensational way to keep on track, so I'll try and keep it brief. First one. Uh, not looking to start a Bankstown dribbler-style turf war over Singapore. No one wants more landmark and restaurant shout-outs, but do just want to reach out to the <laughs> Singapore dribbler who called in a couple of weeks ago and just ask, are you actually in Singapore? Um, are you up here sweating it out? Because I've got to say, I really respected the dribbler around the ma- ma- Like machine feature six again. So if you are up here, just reach out. Um, that's nice we're maybe building Singapore right. factions secondly and maybe are. poor dot point work because I did say I didn't want to get into any Singapore chat but um just indulge me for a second what's what's doing with the beep test I swear to god I heard the or Dave say he completed the official beep test oh, yeah. A, yeah, a few weeks ago he didn't want on holiday So um, well. any good Singaporean based dribbler would know you know reach out boys there's, there is actually a measured beat test facility, world-class, 20 metres standard, right opposite Bangkool and MRT at the you know, SMU campus. Um, so please, well, Tom, Eddie, can you can finalise this so we can get it going. Um, we've got okay. no worries up here about slope driveways, people doing their fucking bathroom or spare room or whatever it was, like over a 35 centimetre interval. Um, <laughs> this is a genuine world-class beat test facility, springy running track, dead straight, dead flat. Um, just putting out that we could do a simulcast event, <laughs> uh us Singapore based dribblers might get a handicap because it is fucking hot. Um no yeah. handicap. No handicaps. And you know, last last one here, just want to again credit Matt Nable for his stellar voiceover work on Fox. Um the Roosters Raiders promo has been copying a lot of flack. And I just want to put it out there for you know, everyone. Like back the fuck up. Um <laughs> you know, Nabel does overused the line, you know, and what about this bloke? (laughs) And, you know, he does overuse the mid-sentence chuckle where he'll be like, yeah, (laughs) that that sort of stuff. But, you know, any Canberra-based dribbler out there, um, you should be thanking Matt Nabel for the two points because there is no fucking way in hell they win that game unless they just have been watching that promo all week. You had no fucking cattle, you had nothing, and you've come out there and smashed the roosters. So, you know, hats off to you, but thank Matt Nabel. Give him credit where credit's due.
0: Uh, Anyway, boys, be here soon. Um, Cheers. Okay, so that was the... He was the original Singapore dribbler. The pokey-featured Singapore dribblers who were more of a crew. Yeah. They also called himself the Singapore dribbler. I thought they were all one and the same. We're
1: Singapore Slinger.
0: No, he's the Singapore dribbler. They were all Singapore dribblers. I
1: think he said Slinger. Yeah, this guy's the Singapore Slinger. Oh, really? Slinger. Yeah, g'day,
6: Tom, Eddie, uh, punters and dribblers. Um, it's the Singapore Slinger here.
2: Ah, okay. So there's the confusion
6: there's in your the conf- mind.
0: Yeah, exactly. And but it's been a confusing
1: podcast for me. Yeah, it has. Off the top, the beep test. Where is it at, Dave? Uh, so the beep test will be ready to go next week. It was finished in one form, but after some constructive criticism, we are elevating it to a more appropriate level to That's fit it. the Hello Sport podcast. Yeah. Yeah.
2: Exactly. That's it. Look, it was, it was ready at like a base level, yeah. but we don't release base level mediocrity. No. We it, release- it, when you
0: bring on someone like Dave, an elite, an elite sort of, you know, intern, Yeah. top of the heap intern yeah, yeah, he's the best. He's the best going around. I mean, there's, it'd be silly for us to just roll out shit when you've got, you know, when you've got a magnum at your disposal, you shoot with it, right? That's you it. You don't use a potato gun.
2: So you're going to be very happy with the finished product. It's polished. It's yeah. perfect. It's up to code. Yeah. And you take that little baby down to the world-class facility in Singapore, as you so eloquently put it, and, and you, you get beep. to work. And you're you beep. Beeping. And you beep, and you beep, and you beep, and you beep until you can beep no more. And then you beep again. And then you beep again. Then and you get up off the ground and you fucking beep again. <laughs> but also, punters and dribblers, when it is released, and you go down and you, and you have a crack at beeping... Make sure you make your, your cones. Make your cones. You gotta make your cones. If you're not making your cones and you're getting out beeped, you put your hand up and you go, "I oh, it's best to buy the beep. Yeah. And you be honest about it.
0: Well, I think we're gonna we're gonna organise a day for Sydney based dribblers to get down and beep with us. Yeah. If you wanna. Yeah. If you're in the area. If you
2: wanna get down and beep then you can beep with us, and it'll be up to code. It'll be up to code. But I'm saying if you're out of town and you, you're beeping with the boys or you're mm. beeping solo, make sure you make your cones.
0: Yeah, you've got to make your cones. You've got to make your cones. Well, that's rule number one of the beep test. Well, make, yeah. make your cones. Make
2: your cones. Make the beep. If you don't make the beep, you don't make your cones, Yeah. then you know, you're out. Yeah. But be honest.
0: Be honest. Well, no one likes to
2: cheat. Well, we'll have
0: marshals there we will at ours, yeah,
2: but we can't have marshals everywhere.
0: No, we can't. But I mean, you'd assume, just in the spirit of the P and the D, like they're going to want to put it this way. Own. Put it this way. Especially if
2: you're doing it, with the boys you don't want some one of your boys. Okay, I'll say this. I'll say this. For it, the wall. for it to for it to be up to HSP code, you'll need a marshal. Yes. Now, whether that's your mother or your neighbour, I don't. I don't and... care. There needs to be a marshal yeah. there,
0: and we need proof of that for you to lodge your scores. Yes,
2: yes.
1: Dave, how do you reckon you'll go on the beep test? Because oh. you are running woeful.
2: Yeah, we'll give us a I'll number. Get,
1: I'll, uh, I'll be happy if I get past, like, fucking, I don't know, eight. I'll be happy if I get past eight. Mm. I, I want to make ten.
2: Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Ten's like a basement number yeah. for me. If yeah. I don't make ten, I'll be fucking pretty cut.
1: Yes. I'm just worried. I Like, when I think about it, I really haven't had to push myself in a physical sporting sense in a while. Probably since I finished school.
2: What yeah. scares me is the numbers we've seen rolling already. There's been rhetoric around. It's not easy. No, it's tough.
1: Well, didn't So get
0: like
2: six? Yeah, he did. There's been plenty of dribblers come in for well short of the ten. Yeah, like Ollie Art, friend of the show. He's fit and he he laboured like like pushed himself to the limit to twelve. I think he's like it's not easy. 12's a lot though. No, it's good. But I'm saying, but I know he's quite fit. Yes, right? he is. Yes. So that sort of. It gives an indication that, like, it's it's am not. Easy. I, yeah, am I only
0: two levels behind Ollie Arch, who's You know, you, you know what I mean. Historically, and he's, he's a like fit he's gentleman. like. What's
2: annoying about it is is that the numbers go up, so it's like nine nine, then it's like 10-10. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, I remember. They get longer. Bro. Yeah. Um. Good beep rhetoric. Great beat rhetoric.
7: G'day, lads. I just you here Get near me. I just think you're getting near me. Straight out Armadale, out of the punters, and Douglas i to give you guys a hot tip first and foremost. Your phone numbers be confusing. You got the 2187 at the end. 2817 sends you straight to Southern Cross University. So, a bit of fucking dribbler enrollment having for uh, Southern Cross. Um, this is my call this evening, though. Chatting this evening about uh, various gatherings, Corona impacted evidently at various establishments we're chatting about fucking the concept of throngs what constitutes a throng a throng look a general collective of people throng i suppose and it in my opinion uh a throng sort of suggests a bit of chaos in terms of the uh the human gathering but uh yeah, just keen to hear thoughts on uh, what constitutes a throng. What's a throng? What's wrong with a throng? COVID uh, environment, uh, obviously uh, fairly relevant at the moment. But look, what's wrong with a throng? That sounds like a Nothing is wrong with a throng. But yeah, thought I'd leave it there. First time dribbler. Thanks for having us. Otis getting near me. See you soon
2: nothing well, is wrong with a throng
0: no but so he wants to know what constitutes a throng I don't know I guess it's like more than 10
2: a throng of dribblers
0: well because a throng is like is a term for like a bunch of people like a throng of media personnel rocked up for the press conference
2: I think throngs like a, a solid number throngs more than a few way more than a few yeah but it, it also depends on you know where you are right like if I'm at if I'm at a sporting event, there needs to be a fuckload of people there.
0: Do you can, know we get I mean? a, can we get a, a dictionary def on throng, Dave?
1: Uh, a large, densely packed crowd of go. people or animals. But as well as that, one of the main, high, I mean, the highlighted questions on Google is what is the difference between throng and crowd? And here it says, crowd means a group of people congregated or collected into a close body without order, whereas a throng means a group of people crowded or gathered closely together. Full stop. Okay. But it's organised? That is what it's implied. Or, if not organised, just there's order within the throng.
2: But I would have thought a crowd is ordered. Like, if, you're, if you've got a crowd at a sporting event, everyone's in a seat. Well, that might be a throng of supporters.
0: But if it's a crowd of people at fucking the train station, it's just a crowd.
2: Right. Interesting. So wouldn't that then mean that that's a throng of supporters at a game? Well, you could say that.
0: Yes, you could. But you could also say a crowd. Crowd, I don't think, is limited to a lack of order, whereas a throng is limited to order. Order.
2: Yeah, yeah, it has to be order. Has to be ordered. Okay, so you'd need ordered dribblers. Yeah. Which, I mean, generally speaking, it's more of a crowd of dribblers, really, because mm. the dribblers aren't ordered. No, no, they're not. There's Look, no order to this a guy's dribbler. Double
7: dribbled. So we'll see. Come so, on, <laughs> Eddie. to right, here again? How to secure getting in? Anytime dribbler. Medium term listener. Shout out, fucking big that death. Getting me onto this podcast. Who? him it was my first dribble, thought I'd follow up with second dribble. <laughs> fucking yes. Let's go, manly. Topple the fucking heels. T Bone, you owe me a case. 30 pack VBs swiftly, please.
2: T Bone.
7: Arigato
2: Gazama. T Bone, send him those schooners, mate.
0: I've no idea who that guy is. He said his name twice and I just never heard it, so that's just.
2: But he was out of breath.
0: He was puffed. He was out of He's breath. Puffed. He was puffed.
2: puffed. He was really. He was puffed dribbler. Yeah, puffed dribbler. But, T-Bone, get him those beers. Get him the fucking beers, T-bone. Don't be weak. Don't be a dog. The breathless dribbler. The breathless dribbler. The breathless dribbler. Love it. Punners and dribblers.
8: Punners and dribblers. How are, are we? We have <laughs> the, the Clapham
2: Common Dribblers. Teams.
8: The Clapham Common Dribblers.
2: Tough. AKA, the
8: bad
7: boys from London Clapham.
2: Um, we thought
8: you know, yes
7: we are a little bit in, inebriated Eddie by the way of course we're inebriated of course we are that, that's the word we're looking for but who'd have thought
8: manly free and none you, you're looking down the barrel
7: of poor and none you're not gonna get a win here it's back against the wall you've pulled an ugly bunny out of a hat the ugliest the bunny fuck god boys Thank God.
8: Hi, boys. Oh, hey, girls. How you going? What's going
7: Of course, you are Australian.
8: Do you want a Bondi Maybe. I don't know. Anyway, manly. So, manly, go, go.
7: So, boys,
8: manly of the boys. Just kidding. Getting... That has to be
7: an absolute drop. Oh,
8: an absolute what a drop. drop.
7: So just God, on the P's and D's page, you would have been chopping a lot of hate. It's <laughs> about time, find
8: the boys. Manly went
7: into it. The old city wins. It's all good. All right. Massive, it's International call.
8: Cool. Cost us the fuck, guys. It's
2: absolutely costing you. Harness and dribblers. Be soon. Be soon, boys. Be soon. Look after yourself. Was that chick like, are you on Bondi Rescue? Rescue. <laughs> How about that? They must be some good lookers. Oh, I think they're good looking. I, I think, think there's
0: some handsome Australians they're over there. They're London. clearly
2: on the blower. They're clearly mid yard, And, and, and they've been have, approached.
0: Yeah. Well done to them. Congratulations. They I hope you some, ran after them. Yeah, I hope so. In a, you know, in a friendly, consensual of course, manner. Of
2: course, Tom. of course. <laughs> of course. That's the
0: only way that that's we... That's the only way you can... run after anyone. Yeah,
2: that's right. Um,
0: but, I mean, impressive. I mean, what a flex to have chicks crack onto your mid-dribble
2: yeah you know what i and mean it sounded
0: organic that was organic you heard them come from nowhere and then yeah. leave the they they basically nabbed those birds yeah they did Are you on bondi rescue it's like i sorry girls we got a call to get yeah, back yeah, to. yeah it.
2: it's costing me a fortune on yeah. mid dribble yep. on the hotline <laughs> on the hotline yeah i'm in the big legs right now yeah, i don't yeah. know if you realize but i have got to step up but
0: there's nothing actually better to give you sort of some sort of clout than have chicks crack onto you while you're on the big stage that's the first time we've had that
2: yeah on the dribbler hotline. Yeah. First to get cracked onto live.
0: Couple of Loth- Lotharios getting cracked yeah, they onto. they sounded that.
2: like... They had a bit of Lothario blood in them, didn't Shit-faced
0: they? Shit-faced Lotharios, Saturday night in London. International as well. On International the International dribbler.
2: Love that. That's tremendous.
0: Uh, now, Eddie, I think we've been sending some audio that's meant to explain our confusion around ACL and MCL tears. Let's hope this isn't too long.
4: Anterior cruciate ligament injuries usually occur on the football field when a player is changing direction or pivoting on their knee with no one in contact with them at all. Uh, However, sometimes if they are caught in an awkward position uh, with the foot planted and someone twists their body, for example, in a tackle or hyperflexes or bends their knee, you can also rupture the cruciate ligament. Um, The medial collateral ligaments uh, usually injured when someone is tackled from the side uh, when they literally hit the knee directly on the inside and it just jars the knee open or pops it inwards uh, particularly in weight bearing so therefore normally with a tackle and you pop your inside ligament or medial ligament and that's the end of the ball game. now that was from
0: uh... I think his name is Dr. Woods. And I do appreciate that. Or Henry Wood, who sent that in. Not exactly answering my question, though, which is I'm going to have to... Because I wanted to
2: know, Eddie. Do they weaken? And is it inevitable that they will pop? So so MCL, from what I'm hearing, is that's just a tackle, right? So if a tackle goes wrong, that can happen. But an ACL, which is what we were asking... Can it weaken and then pop when yes. you go to change direction? So because if
0: we got some info on that.
2: Though. Oh, we did. Yeah, we
0: okay. did. Kieran, B. cheering. Send us in a DM.
2: Kieran, B. cheering. He hasn't
0: been around for a while. Yeah, have you been, bro? He's a dribbler from way back. Kieran, where's B. cheering. I don't know. Shout out to you though. G'day, boys. Hope you're well. I'm a physio from Advance Health in Bronte and Maroubra. If you need, if you need, come in. I mean, again, these aren't explicitly giving us free physio. You need to say, "Come in, it's on the fucking house." Otherwise, I'm not rocking up. No. But I appreciate the offer.
2: Well, I don't know. If it well, is I don't an know offer. if it is
0: an offer, but like I appreciate you saying, "Come on in." It's like, yeah, sick. Um, I mean,
2: no, we need it in writing.
0: We need it in writing. We need it as free, and we also probably want to both be there together.
2: Because you've got to understand that if we go together, right, and then no one. Who knows about the podcast is there? And Tom and I are at the front desk, going, "Well, this is free because yeah. they called into they the Dribbler hotline." Kieran Bichirin said,
0: was- said we had free physio. Going, "Who the fuck's Kieran
2: Bichirin Yeah, we then we'd look like idiots. Yeah, so we need we need it in writing.
0: We need it in writing uh, so we can at least hold up the DM to whoever your secretary is. Um, in reference to the ACL chat, Eddie isn't massively off the mark. To start, the ACL is basically a piece of string that attaches the femur, main thigh bone, to the tibia, main shin bone. It prevents the femur going too far forward, basically. So, uh, 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 so if you look at how an ACL is done, it usually it's usually with blokes going forwards, then changing direction. This is because your weight is going forward and then turning, which is what the ACL doesn't want. This is because you plant your foot there uh, before stopping. This is because you plant your foot, therefore stopping your tibia movement, and then you're turning your hip away, therefore putting the ACL on stretch. Does that make sense? Yes. Or are you just hearing words? Because I actually wasn't envisaging it. I was just trying to read it correctly.
2: So it's the thigh bone and the shin bone, right? So your thigh is here and your shin's here. So if your foot's planted like that, right? Yeah. Then you're twisting. The thigh is twisting, but the but the shin bone is Study. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Is that the right word? This
0: is because you're. This is because you're. You plant your foot, therefore stopping your tibia movement, and then you're turning your hip away, therefore putting your ACL on the stretch. Yeah, you go. See, so that's it. So yeah. that's
2: stretch because your your hips yeah, have gone, yeah. so your thigh follows turn. your hip. Oh man, I can already yeah. film
0: ACL going. Yeah. Okay, that makes sense. So, uh, look at Hodges, Victor, and Verrells all turning direction with their leg out. Uh, of the base of support. In terms of who gets ACL injuries, it's basically around luck. There is theories that people have naturally shorter ACLs, therefore are more likely. Also, theories that you may have muscle imbalances. But to me, it's all around luck.
2: There you go. Kieran, be cheering. Kieran, be cheering. Thanks, brah. That's actually great, Dior, uh, and what we needed. That was what we needed. Appreciate the audio
0: from from Henry Wood and the doc, but this was the answers we needed.
2: But don't mind the doc calling in. Love the doc calling Love in. the doc calling in. Shout out to the doc. Big fan of the doc. Shout out to Henry Holden quickly uh, for submitting the submission for St. Peter Valandis for yes. Australian of the Year. Yes. I completely forgot about it until just then. Now, he did send in a submission. It's probably too long to, long to read. Yeah, but if I maybe share it on the IG... What we're going to do is we're going to share it on the IG so you can get the flavour of the submission because yeah. it's good. Yeah, it's fantastic. And it's funny. It's just a bit long for me to read. I don't know if I can hang in there. I've been in here for three hours. No, it's no, no. It's a Singapore no. smokehouse It's a here. Singapore smokehouse. We've been house. over it. But it's funny. Shout out to Henry Holden. He submitted it. So Peter Volandi's... The submission's in, punters yeah. and Jibblers. Now, I don't know if we need to vote for him or how if we drum just... drum some support. Or, or how if this thing can just... You know, happen organically of its own volition. I don't know. No, I'd like some more information around that, Henry. So please reach out, drop us a line in the inbox. We'll share it, the 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 story to IG. We'll yeah. share it to punters and dribblers. And if we need to drum up support by way of voting, then that will be done and done easily um but eddie that's the podcast this week yeah it is mate shout out to Dior dave welcome back bruh good to have
1: you back in the building mate great to be back another great show boys well on well
2: you've mate. been you've been top of the top of the heat th- today yeah been really yeah, impressed quick with you, on mate.
1: the
0: Dior. really quick fingers they've got quicker and he's sort of a calming influence around mm, the group you he know? is he's
2: a calming influence yeah <laughs> he's mature beyond his years yeah the young buck, i love he it is. um but we are this week brought to you Buy baggy caps. Our good friends at
0: baggycaps.com.au, the official baggy cap of the podcast. Now, Eddie, some may say, have you given out those baggy caps yet to those guys that you said you're gonna give it out to last week? No, I haven't. But <laughs> you can take this as gospel. They're gonna be in the mail tomorrow.
2: That's gospel. He's already got the bag.
0: I've already got I actually do have the bag. I know you do. Which makes the fact that they haven't been sent yet even more.
2: But it does Highlight the fact that they will be sent because Correct. if you don't have the bags to put them in, they're then not getting you're sent. You're talking They're shit. definitely not getting sent. So if I was you, if I was one of the recipients about to receive one, I would be waiting by the mailbox. Santa Claus coming. Is it too much to say roll out a swag, camp it out, I wait?
0: Think, for- I think there's probably it's probably you know because you, someone could knock it off. You don't <laughs> want someone to knock it off from.
2: Mate, the if mailbox. I'm if I'm Simon Maurice Edgel's neighbour. I got my eyes on that mailbox, yeah, bruh.
0: But I imagine Simon Maurice probably has a sniper <laughs> trained at the mailbox for anyone coming past and he'll, he'll blow their head off.
2: What are we saying? We're saying these things are worth gold, punters yeah. and jubblers. And why are they worth gold? Because they are from baggycaps.com.au. That's it.
0: Uh, so if you need a baggy cap for a cricket club, for a podcast. For a night out. For a night out. For a date. For a date, exactly, Eddie. For a wedding. You want to
2: woo a woman or a man? Yeah. Put a baggy green on. Yeah,
0: nothing screams this Tinder date's going back to the bedroom like <laughs> rocking up with a baggy green on. Stitched by the descendants of Don himself. Exactly. So baggycaps.com.au for all your baggy caps needs, Eddie.
2: That's the you podcast. See soon. soon.
0: Bye-bye. Bye.
8: Could you two just not talk anymore?